not gonna lie, Anna Todd becomes a real writer in this chunk of chapters. Tessa keeps, yeah, yeah, good job, Anna Todd. You figured this out. I think it's because she had a publisher at this point and was like getting good notes on previous work and applying it to her current work. Look, if Anna Todd can improve, all of us can do anything. We can all improve. If Top Gun can be erotic and Anna Anna Todd Todd can can improve her writing, we can do anything we set our minds to. We can be more erotic and be better writers. We can be the most erotic good writers we can be. In the world. Yes. Welcome to the After Three Bonus episode! Many props beside me. I'm very concerned. She handed me a lot of things. <laughs> Don't fuck with the Vuvuzela. <laughs> Fine. It's going to make clicky clacky sounds. Just like really like jam it open. I did. I did. Can and you put no- it on? Don't do that. Okay, Clara's know. already broken her prop. No, you put it. I've already done this once. <laughs> I, I can very nicely place mine on the floor. I, Claire has to fix hers. Okay. Anyway, hello. I'm Grace. This is Fine Pairings. I'm Claire. <laughs> and we are finally doing After Three because, uh, one, everyone wanted us to. Stop fucking with you. I just had to fix it. I fixed it. I'm done. I'm Kay. done. Everyone asked us to. Everyone was excited for it. Uh, I happen to know from like probably Goodreads reviews that everyone thinks the third one is the worst one, nah. <laughs> which is really saying something. I mean, that's how a lot of trilogies are. And so a lot of trilogies are. I think the third book might also be the longest and based on my reading of the third book i read it in like a five-day frenzy so like i can't really tell if it was longer but it felt long uh okay so we're gonna start with a summary of after two do you remember anything <laughs> no good to give me a hit not a lot happened was <laughs> really. trevor a character oh yeah we were, we were introduced to trevor and, and kind of is an intern friend yes again we are in the fan fiction after two is when we learn about the bed. Yep. Which is a pretty big plot point that stays around forever and always. The relationship goes up and down. It's always in chaos. Uh, they're kind of breaking up, get back together. Typical, typical. This is where she kind of starts dating Zane also. Oh, yeah. They make out in a car and he takes her on a date to Applebee's, but it's not a date, but it is a date. And then he like says like romantic, <laughs> says romantic things to her. And she's like, oh, no, <laughs> and then she's, she's like, uh-oh. but the, she's not really dating him. It's dumb. She goes on a date with Trevor. Yep. He work works for the, the publishing, publishing company yeah. she's yep, at, yep, yep, yep. but he's a square, so it didn't work out. Also, she's in love with Harry, so yep. there we go. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, and then at, close to the end, Tessa gets a job offer to move to Seattle with her publishing company. Oh, yep. And but she's like a sophomore. She's a freshman. There we go. Reminder: the the end of after two, I think, is in like January of her freshman year. So it's been like literally six months. Yep, yep maybe yep, yep, five. Yep. Yep. And she gets an offer to move to Seattle with Vance Publishing and I assume have a job job. I don't know. Sure. And then at the very, the very end of this book, the new plot point is she runs into her homeless father. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because man. they're like, Harry's like, wow, there's this homeless man. I hope he doesn't like assault us. Assault us. And then she just goes, dad, end of book. I do remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> so uh, to recap, I re-listened to the After Two episode because I was like, let's just jump right back in. <laughs> and at the end, I lay out all of the plot points that have not been resolved. So I'm going to remind you of those. And then I have a game that we will play as we listen to After Three's recap. Okay. Plot lines that were not resolved. Number one. Oh, Zane and Harry got in like a physical fight. Yes. So Tessa has not really come to a conclusion about what her feelings are for Zane. And Harry keeps getting mad that he's in 
alive. her life. Yep. Yeah, and that he's alive. That he's that his presence is around. The second one is that Harry was gonna get a, maybe get expelled for beating up Zane and like also breaking a bunch of shit. Maybe yep. chem lab stuff. I don't oh, really remember. Sure. Irrelevant. There was a girl named Rebecca who was dating both Noah and Zane. We yep. never figured out All why. Right. All right. And there was no resolution to that problem. Good. Uh, somebody wrote a text to Tessa from Harry's phone and then deleted it to like frame Harry as mm. like, but we don't know who or why. Okay. So we never found out why. Uh, and then the last big one was- But it was Rebecca. <laughs> we will learn. Tessa is still planning to move to Seattle, but hasn't told Harry. Okay. So there's like, it's a lot of Zane, uh, it's a lot <laughs> Zane stuff. Getting expelled, this girl Rebecca, this weird text, and then Seattle is All right. a lot of loose ends that we've left off on. So one of our games is going to be when it seems like a plot line from two has been resolved in some way, we get to blow the poop Yay! <laughs> so if it's like, oh, Rebecca was a ghost the whole time. <laughs> it's not true, but <laughs> it's, a, it's a celebration that, wow, we've come to the end of something. <laughs> Or perhaps the author has tricked us into thinking it's the end of something, because that happens too. Oh, no. <laughs> so sometimes we'll blow the boo-boo a couple times for the same plot point. Good. <laughs> it was truly infuriating when I was like, oh, I guess that's the end of that. And then it would come back up again. And I was like, huh. Here we I'm are exhausted. again with this hole. Going down this plot hole that I've yeah. only known. Yep. <laughs> so that's one of them. That's our first. Uh, that's the first reason we have props. For some reason... That will become clear later because eventually I figured out the answer. Uh, Anatod had changed, had like searched and found all the names and replaced them with the book names. So it's most obvious with Harry slash Harden. So he's Harden in the fan fiction now. Yes. And the other notable one is Liam was changed to Landon, but then also Zane, Niall, and Louis are right. also all changed. And okay. oh, weirdly, like Harry's mom, Anne, is not Anne anymore. And uh, Liam's girlfriend is not Danielle anymore, which like that seems really unnecessary because like Anne is a name and Danielle is a name. So anytime if I don't know if it's going to happen, if I happen to say the book name instead of the real person name, I have to take a drink as punishment because I really want to not do that. (laughs) What is that? What's that rule again? Like if I say Uh, Harden was fighting with Tessa, you would say drink. (laughs) Drink. (laughs) So that I stop. Also, just like a note, alcoholism and drug addiction are not represented well uh, in this book. So just like, heads up, content warning. Okay. <laughs> There's talk about drug addiction and alcoholism. Poorly. And super part of the plot, <laughs> but All not right. accurately portrayed. Good. Um, and then just like a warning for you. Uh-oh. After one and two felt right. cut from the same cloth. Yeah. This feels like Anatod was trying to do another thing. Uh-oh. <laughs> the, the, the sex was like kind of the plot points of one and, and two. Sure. Like they would have a new kind of sex and that was yeah. a thing. Yep, yep, yep. And then yep. more plot would happen and then they would have a new kind of sex or like the sex would solve a problem of some kind. Yep. In this one, it's more like a normal book where the sex just kind of happens. Uh, so it's really more of like a character drama soap opera plot. <laughs> okay. Here is the rest of the games, which we've already talked about one of the games. But here's the other games. First... We're going to take a shot of beer every time Tessa gets drunk. <laughs> We're going to drink every time uh, I use the book name instead of the real person name, if that yep. happens. Yep, yep, yep. There is going to be an event that happens in the middle, and we're going to do a we're gonna have a real drink at that point. Okay. <laughs> we're really mixing up the format here. Not going to tell you what it is. Oh, no. Party horn, whenever a plot line has been finally resolved. Yep. And then also, because I had so much fun reading the comments in this one, I have inserted some of the comments as like 
uh like a seasonings flavorings what's the it's not the like the fan section where like they shout something out and that's gonna be denotated by this megaphone so if it's like wow they're at it again that's gonna be from the comments (laughs) heckling we're having heckling it's kind of (laughs) heckling but sometimes it's thoughts i had mystery theater 3000 yeah there's gonna be there's gonna be like a front row heckler from the comments Last thing, I'm not going to do a recap of every chapter because as always, there's just like a hundred. Yep. Instead, I'm going to do a recap of every day. You're right. That's probably fewer recaps because a chapter could be, uh, 10 chapters could say. be half a day. So, okay, I made you do this game. I think of the first or second one. After one takes place over like, oh, like four months. I think after mm-hmm. two takes place over like maybe two. How long do you think after three is? So we went from... Four months to two months to 900 pages is going to be... Not true. It is longer. (laughs) Three weeks. It's 40 days. But then there is a chunk at the end where we leap forward in time. So like it really like is day by day by day by day and then whoosh into the future. (laughs) So it's like 10 days and then we jump forward. No, it's like 40 days and then we go forward like six months and then two years. And like it's, it's... so okay, you're, re- okay. you're really going to see, okay. like, how much happens in a day sometimes. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Oh, crack open your beer. Yep. I was oh, gonna say. And, okay. And, of course, our first pairing, because we have two. The first pairing goes into the second pairing, which is why I picked this specific beer, which is Miller Lite, which is, I would I think, more popular at college parties. This is than, what I drank than, in college for uh, a while. High Life. Um, I like it. <laughs> and sometimes they sponsor podcasts, so we'll see. It is not a tall boy. It is a regular boy. And this will be, you're also welcome to, you know, take sips as you would like, but it's mostly for the beer shots when they occur. All right. All right. So day one is uh, continuing from the last day of the second book. So they're still out at the tattoo shop. It's like immediately after they see your dad. There's been no change in time. Tess and Harry run into her dad, who is dirty and homeless. Her dad left nine years ago and inexplicably knows who Noah is because <laughs> he thinks Harry is Noah. I think he was her neighbor, but it was oh, like implied yeah, that they yeah, were like yeah. together. It was very funny. Tessa invites her dad over for dinner because I think she feels bad. And Harry is mad and rude. Wow, oh, his name is Richard, but I call him Dick because he is that's one. funnier. Yeah. And he has and he has a dick. Um, he's rude because Dick is a drunk without his life together. Uh, it's, but then he stays over just th- like Harry. Just it's a very obvious parallel. We all marry our parents. Keeps getting brought up throughout the story. Don't worry about it. We're not going to hang that thread. <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> Tessa invites him to stay the night on her couch because he is homeless. <laughs> Day two. Harry's trial is today to see if he's going to get expelled for fighting Zane. During that, Zane meets up with Tessa to confront her about how she's not told Harry about moving to Seattle. Harry overhears this. So now he knows about Seattle. (laughs) So that's resolved, kind of. Later. We haven't resolved that he's probably upset about it. but No, we haven't resolved anything about it, but now he knows. Harry makes Tessa choose him or Seattle, but it's in a really weird anticlimactic way at this point. Harry says he got expelled. (gasps) (laughs) 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 You got to trumpet it. Did you not play a horn instrument? Of course I didn't. Oh, I I don't know. I don't know what happened to you during sophomore, junior, or senior year of high school. (laughs) I stopped playing violin. (laughs) I played French horn for like six months. (laughs) Anyway, so Harry says he got expelled. Harry angrily leaves to drop off Tessa's dad because he's just mad 
he's mad about Seattle mostly. He's mad at the, the dads. He's just mad at a lot of stuff. Tessa goes back to her class, uh, and Liam tells her that Professor Soto, which was the professor from her religion class, he's the young he's the young guy who should be a TA because he's like twenty two. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Tessa goes back to class, and Liam tells her that Professor Soto wrote a character statement for Harry during oh, his for trial. His, ex- his yes, but in a positive way. Yep. Uh oh. Which is weird. Yeah. Because. Harry was kind of rude to him. He doesn't have him as a professor. It's just overall like, what? Yeah. He says, or Liam relays that he said, quote unquote, Zane deserved it. But what does that mean? The comments are equally freaked out. Dear hashtag RRs, what are we supposed to do? Do we like Soto? Hashtag RR means, hey, uh, rereaders. Oh. Okay. Meanwhile, Harry and Dick go to the bar where Dick does free labor to get free drinks because he's an alcoholic. This is a bad plan for the bar. I don't think that's ever been a real thing. He like tidies up and he gets free unlimited drinks. I don't know, man. I guess. I don't think that's how that works. No. Especially in a college town. No. No. (laughs) Everyone would just do that. So they get drunk together and they kind of bond. Harry confesses that he lied to Tessa about getting expelled. (laughs) Oh. So it turns out, not actually resolved. Unzela. Un- no, it's like it's re-resolved. It's actually resolved now. He oh. did he didn't get expelled. Oh, okay. Now we know. He lied to <laughs> he lied to Tessa for really stupid reasons. Like I think he thought he would get sympathy uh so they could like move to England together. It's, sure. it's very dumb. They have around seven to eight drinks in about an hour and a half. They get into a fight, not with each other, they get into a fight with someone else, so they bond. And so Tessa then has to pick them up and bring them home. <laughs> No. Harry drunkenly says that he will marry her someday if she chooses him over Seattle. He doesn't believe in marriage, so this is like a big deal. That's abusive behavior, dear Harry. We're still in day two. Tessa gets lunch with Steph to catch up, and Molly's there too, the pink-haired slut. Yep. Uh, And it's awkward. Surprise. Steph is being kind of weird. Tessa uh, saw that Harry was calling her, and she was like, oh, just like tell Harry I'm on my way home. And like, then she doesn't. It's just kind of like odd. She's being, she's being weird. She's being foreshadowed as weird. Uh-oh. Uh, later, Harry eats Tess out, and she tugs on his hair, and he says, harder. And that's honestly been the highlight of the book so far. It's just really funny. Tug has, my like, hair harder. He specifically has, like, and, like, they talk about it, and she's like, oh, I didn't know you liked that. Um, and he's like, I didn't really either. Like, fun new thing I learned about myself. Um, and it, like, continues to come up. And like the rest of the book that he likes his hair getting tugged. (laughs) All right. Wow. What a plot point. (laughs) It's just it's just funny. (laughs) The way it came up was funny. How has no one tugged his hair before? That's what I was saying. I'm like, that's not a weird thing, especially for a curly haired man. I'm getting my fingies in there. I'm getting my (laughs) I'm gonna grab a fistful of that all the time. I'm tugging on that. Okay, so uh he comes in his pants, even though he's still super drunk. Tessa tries to see his phone history, but he deleted it. Why? I think she... Oh, it... He didn't have enough storage in his phone? I think he... No. Uh, she was looking at it because she was like, hey, did Steph tell you I was on my way? And he said no. And she was like, what? And like, so it was like in the bathroom and she was like, I'll just like check it out. And she's like, hmm, weird. His entire history is deleted. That's... Sus. Strange. I literally wrote sus at the end of that. Day three. Tessa goes to her last day at Vance in this city. She's right. transferring. Yeah, baby. Um, there's a reminder that Trevor... Fucking Trevor is also moving to Seattle. It's a clip from the movie. Every time Trevor shows up, the comments go, fucking Trevor. <laughs> and it's like all that. Uh, and also Vance and, Vance and Kimberly are, that's, Vance is the owner. Kimberly is his fiance slash secretary. They're all moving. 
Tessa go is going to go on a trip with Harry's family for the next three days. That's why she's not working the rest of the week. I guess we already knew this, but like I forgot. Zane comes to be weird at her at work. <laughs> Classic. She asks if he has confronted Rebecca about also dating another guy. Who Zane, does, Zane doesn't know. I doesn't know who Noah is as far as I know. But like apparently uh, he did, and they broke up. <laughs> Stupid. Her dad gets a ride from. This drug addict looking guy, which makes Harry think that Dick is probably also a drug addict. As they pack up for the this, streets are mean. The he's just drugs, like he's like got like long greasy hair and is like kind of like really like veiny and like they're describing me right now. No, they haven't they're watched describing, my hair in a couple. Of no, days. they're describing someone who does hair. <laughs> His name is Chad, so it's fine. <laughs> I was like, really, we're gonna go with Chad for the meth heroin addict? Okay, whatever, dude. Chad. <laughs> Look, how we're, what has happened to your life, Chad? Chad, you used to be the president of our frat. What happened, Chad? <laughs> and now you're on so much math. Anyway. Chad. So I'm sad for Chad. Tessa was, Tessa was off at work when this happened, so she doesn't see Chad. Tessa comes home and they pack for this trip. It's implied that Harry has somehow fucked with Tessa's apartment plans in Seattle because mysteriously the realtor is not calling Tessa back. And she's like, that's so weird. This real- realtor is just not getting back to me. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, I bet there's a reason for that. I wonder why. It's almost like foreshadowing. Does it need to be this out in the open? <laughs> anyway, day four. The whole family drives to their cabin. Harry and Liam get, into, get all huffy with each other because they're brothers. And Tessa calms them both down. Tessa muses about missing everyone so, so much when she misses, goes to Seattle. And she's going to miss her new family of Karen and Liam and Harry. All these things. She's done them for six months. Okay, here's an excerpt from whatever fucking chapter this is. Mostly for the lols. After lunch, I help Karen clean the kitchen and make lemonade with Liam and Harry, who are discussing how terrible modern literature is. I can't help but laugh when Liam mentions- I don't know. After three is modern literature. That was what I was saying. They get so specific. Okay. Wait wait for this. Let's not shit upon modern literature while we're reading modern literature. Wait. Liam and Harry, which like obviously in this it says Landon and Harden, but we're trying to play by the rules. Except here. Liam and Harry discuss how terrible modern literature is. I can't help but laugh when Liam mentions Harden Potter. No, what? This sends Harden into a five-minute-long speech on why he has never and will never read the books, and Landon tries desperately to get him to change his mind. So we did a control find here. We did a control find. Stop! Not Harden Potter! (laughs) Harden Potter! Everybody in the comments was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no. Harden Potter, no, the boy who drunk. Well, and also it's like he doesn't like he doesn't like Harry Potter, which is like the the biggest modern literature phenomenon, I guess. But also, yeah, Harry is the name of the character, and it autocorrected it to Harden Potter, which is so fucking funny. So I I want I hope I hope this is my dream for this universe is that Harry is not a name. So every person named Harry in this. So we have Prince Harden. We have Harden Potter. We have Harden Styles. <laughs> there are no Harrys in this universe. In After There's Only Harden, no Harrys. Uh, Harry and Tessa get in the hot tub and start fucking without a condom. And I immediately have to read another excerpt. <laughs> I give her what she wants and I'm rewarded with her hand gripping around me. 
turn around. I tell Gripping her. around my penis? I think the penis, but okay. who knows. Without giving her a chance to respond, I turn her body around and she yelps. I panic for a moment and I quickly realize that she's directly lined up with the jets. <laughs> of course she's yelping. She'll be fucking screaming in a minute. I kneel behind her. The, the positioning of this does not make any sense. Don't try to picture it. It'll just confuse you. <laughs> <laughs> They're both in a hot tub. I kneel behind her. I love taking her this way. I feel so much more of her. Where are we kneeling? On the ledge? On That's what I was like. Because I could see her. Okay, her pussy is lined up with a jet. So she's kneeling, kneeling and up or... She's like, maybe maybe her like torso is like over the top of the the hot tub. Sure. So she's like half, she would be doggy style if it was flat, but it's not. So she's like splayed out yeah. on her elbows. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he's kneeling on. No idea. Wait, no, maybe they're Everyone's both, kneeling. maybe they're both on the, okay. They're both on the bench. Yeah. She is off, half, half out with her torso. He's yes. kneeling behind her on the bench. Yes. He's doggy styling her. I don't know why he wouldn't just be standing. That's my problem is he could just stand. <laughs> And that would be more comfortable for everyone involved. He's lazy. I hate kneeling. I don't know. Anyway, he's 21 in this. So he's got youthful, he's got youthful, he's knees. Got youthful knees and he's in a hot tub. Anyway. Buoyancy is his friend. Anyway. <laughs> I kneel behind her. I love taking her this way. I can feel so much more of her. I can touch the creamy skin on her back and pay attention to every muscle moving under her skin. Watch every breath she fights as I rock into her. I move her long hair to the side and move closer, slowly pushing into her. Her back arches into me and I grip her chest in my hands as they begin to move in and out of her slowly. Fuck, it feels so damn good. Better than usual. Why? It has to be the hot water pushing around us as I inch in and out of her. She moans and I reach down to make sure she's still being hit with the jets. Her eyes are screwed shut and her mouth is wide open. Her knuckles are nearly white from gripping the edge of the tub. I want to move faster to pound into her, but I force myself to, self to stay at this slow, torturous pace. Harden, Harry, she moans. Fuck it. It's like I can finally... Wait, did you just say Harry? I, I'm, I don't know what to do with the quotes because I am taking it from the book, but like, yes. <laughs> I feel just, like... I'm just going to say both because like... Harden is so stupid. Har Harry, she moans. Fuck it. It's... Or fuck. It's like I can finally feel every inch of you. The moment I say the words, I panic and pull away from her. A condom. I didn't even think to use a fucking condom. What has she done to me? <laughs> What's wrong? She pants, and a thin layer of moisture covers her face. That's just from the hot tub. I was going to say, I don't know why. I don't have a condom on. I run my hands over my wet hair. Oh, she says calmly. Oh, so put a condom on, she suggests. That's not the point. I stand from the tub. She doesn't say anything. It's about anything. the principle of the matter, Tessa. Oh, it does. It really does. How dare you make me violate my principles of never getting how that physically close to a woman? How dare you make me so crazy that I forgot a condom? You know how bitch is just trying to get them to fuck you with no it's condom. It's like you wrote this book, Claire. This is exactly what's coming up. How did you know? <laughs> I am one with after. Uh, that's not the point. I stand from the tub. She doesn't say anything. If I wouldn't have thought about it, you could have gotten pregnant, I remind her. Okay. It is pretty toasty in okay, there. Okay, but you did remember. Why is she so calm about this? She has this grand plan to move to Seattle. A baby would definitely fuck that up. I mean, she can take a baby to Seattle. No is that problems. your plan or something? If I get you pregnant, you think I'll go with you? I sound like a fucking conspiracy theorist, but it does make sense. <laughs> That's his internal thought. Yes, Harden. <laughs> Yes, I'm sorry, Harry. Yes, Harry. I'm, I'll take a sip for that. There you go. So, okay, so you can play too. <laughs> We're all playing the game. Do you want a beer? <laughs> you know, maybe. maybe Do you want a shot glass? Maybe if you want. We haven't gotten drunk yet, but like, or we as in me and Tessa and Claire. Is that your plan or something? If I get you pregnant, you think I'll go with you? Yes. You aren't serious. She turns around laughing and tries to wrap her arms around me, but I move out of the way. I am. 
Come on, that's insane. Come here. She tries again, but I dodge her, moving to the opposite side of the jacuzzi. Hurt flashes as clear as a goddamn neon sign across her One face. One of those quick movements. Push <laughs> through water. <laughs> you want to play mermaids and Whoosh. keep away? It's like a three-foot circle. Marco, like, follow. Oh, being able to move in a hot tub? Like, yeah. very small. He just like, yeah, he like swims backwards. Josie's joined the party. She's come out of her booth to drink, to drink beer with us. It's like a be- it's very uh, Day of the Dead where people put out like beers and stuff for people. But I put out a beer you don't like, so you probably wouldn't visit me. This is not okay. So pause for me to say this just once. Here's the order, guys. It is PBR, water beer. Then it is hams, and then it is Miller Lite. Hams is pretty good. And then you just don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> and don't drink anything else. No Bud Lights. No Coors. You don't like Coors? Coors is fine. No. God. It's water. Actual piss. It doesn't taste like anything. <laughs> he dodges and moves to the opposite side of the jacuzzi. Hurt flashes as clear as a goddamn neon sign across her face, and she covers her boobs with her hands. You're the one who forgot about a condom, and now you're saying that I'm trying to trap you by getting pregnant? Listen to yourself. She shakes her head in disbelief. It wouldn't be the first time some crazy bitch did that. That was an internal <sighs> thought. Wow. But this isn't some crazy random bitch. This is Tessa. What the hell is wrong with me? I'm fucking paranoid. I'm going to go take a shower, she says, and her eyes, uh, her eyes glossy as she stands from the water and climbs out of the tub. I watch as she disappears into the bedroom, slamming the door out of anger as she goes. Fuck, I yell, hitting the bubbling water, wishing it, I, it could hit me back. Wishing it could hit me back. <laughs> I know. It oh, did. Oh, Harry. Probably splashed you. All right, so back to the recap. Harry, for no real reason decides that to like rectify the situation is that he should call the realtor about the apartment for Tessa because he did in fact call the realtor and lied to her saying that Tessa wasn't actually employed she had missed out on her payments for the other apartments (laughs) which like I'm like how would that work because the realtor doesn't know who he is he pretended to be her landlord and was like he gave her like he he randomly called her this realtor and was like here's the opposite of a reference (laughs) so then Tessa overhears this and gets upset and tells gets him to get out. Uh, so Harry tries to cool off by taking a walk. But first he punches a wall and hurts himself because he doesn't usually punch wood. Walls. He usually punches plywood. <laughs> so he wasn't planning for it to like not break. That's... <laughs> what a choice detail to include. I don't remember how this is like explained because it's like his first person monologue. <laughs> but it was probably like, I punched it, not like not usually... expecting real wood in this cabin. Usually wow. my fist goes right through the drywall or whatever. I don't, I don't remember what it was. It was very funny. Just to be like, ow, my hand. <laughs> uh, Liam goes to comfort Tessa, meanwhile. Same day. It's nighttime now, I think. Remember, we're at this cabin. Harry goes on a walk, and he meets this girl, Lillian. She is the daughter of his dad's friend, because their cabins, they're bros. They have matching cabins nearby each other Good. in the same place. Uh, I think the dad's name is Max. Yeah, that, he comes up later. Lillian is a lesbian, but Yay. is also a parallel for Tessa because, again, no subtlety. Foil. Got it. Uh, because she has a girlfriend named Riley, who is a foil for Harry. Riley is also rude and alcoholic. Uh, alcoholic and likes parties. their hair pulled. Used to be a player. It's just that, like, we needed a character to be like, I am Tessa telling you how Tessa feels because I am a Tessa parallel. Here is Riley being like, man, you also suck. I suck less, but similarly to how you suck. <laughs> I used to suck more, like you. I used to suck worse, but we, me and 
uh, Tessa Tupu and I talk to each other sometimes. <laughs> We've figured out communication, and now I just suck her recreationally. For fun. On the side as a hobby. Anyway, uh, so they're on a walk. Because Harry's not in the same room as Tessa for like more than an hour, she's like, is, is he cheating on me? Because then he ev- she eventually finds out he's with a girl at this guy's cabin because uh-huh. I think someone called, I don't know. Uh, Harry stays over kind of late because he's talking to Lillian about this like Seattle conflict and then eventually comes home. He expects Tessa be, to be really mad, uh, but she's just kind of tired of his bullshit. Here's a note that I noticed from reading the comments because I was reading a lot of comments because they were where the fun was happening. <laughs> The author keeps trying to make allusions to classical literature because Harry and Tessa are both supposed to be big, big fans of classical literature. But the audience has no idea what they are. <laughs> the audience has no idea what she's referencing. They're like, is this Atlas Shrugged? No, they'll just be like, who's that? <laughs> oh. Like, or like, is that a new... So Who's here's Heathcliff? Here's the example. So at some point, the author in Harry's uh, perspective says, my very own Lissa, which I did not know either because I don't know um, goddesses, but it's like mm-hmm. the goddess of like rage. So he's like saying that he's expecting Tessa to be full of rage and she's sure. not. <laughs> but half the comments were just saying what? And the other half was like, oh, I got it, you guys. Lissa is a portmanteau of Lillian and Tessa. And then wow. one person was like, no, 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 babies. Stop, stop. Here is who Lissa is. She's the goddess of rage from blah, da, 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 da. Yeah. Which, like, it's such a niche, like, I don't know. It's, it was really funny. And, but it does keep happening. <laughs> Just to be like, who cares about this character <laughs> from this niche? It's not even that niche, but, like, niche enough that, like, 15-year-olds who've read this four times don't know what it is. Just say, like, Mars. Like, you know. Or just like explain who Lissa is. Be like the goddess of rage, Lissa, blah, da, da. Tessa, Tessa is that to me yeah, or whatever. My, my very own Lissa, the goddess of rage. I expected her to react like Lissa, the goddess of rage. But because that yeah. is how you teach when people probably aren't going to get this reference. Day five. <laughs> Tessa calls her mom and finds out that Noah's grandma died. This is just like a thing. Harry kind of overhears that Tessa's going to call Noah and he gets mad and she gets mad how about How dare you call your friend who's grieving? He, like, Harry gets mad, or no, Harry gets mad about that, like, kind of, like, lightly. And then Tessa's like, you're too controlling. And that leads into a full-out fight about Seattle. Harry explains that he has connections to his old life, which is why he doesn't want to move to Seattle. This is explained later, but it seemed strange. His old drug life. Yeah, his old, like, partying, hooking up, drinking life. Sure. They part ways because they're mad. So we hear about both of their days from both perspectives, but like they they use really weirdly similar wording to like refer to things. So like for example, they're gonna go to a a fancier dinner. So Tessa's like, I didn't bring anything fancy. I gotta go buy a dress. So when Tessa's buying the dress, she's like, Wow, this um, see, it's a little small for me. So it's like really pushing like my boobs out. And Harry later when he sees the dress is like, Wow, a different girl really wouldn't fill out that dress so well. <laughs> like it's like. I think it's just I don't know, others trying to show that they're like similar, but it's a really weird. They're way so to in do sync. That. They're so in sync that they think the same things about dresses. So during this day in which they are parted, Tessa goes to get a dress and kind of like talks with Liam, her best friend, and Harry goes out with Lillian, his new friend, while she buys a dress. Because no, she's also it's going. The, it's the same. She's also going to dinner tonight. No, we hear more about the parallels of this like lesbian relationship that never comes up again, and how they are similar to Tess and Harry, but better. Later, they go to the fancy restaurant, and surprise, uh, Ken's family friend, which is Max, Lillian, and his wife, are also there. And yep, Tessa and Lillian are wearing the same dress. <laughs> 
And Harry is sitting next to Lillian because he was hanging out with her all day. But Tess is like, oh, a girl with my dress sitting next to Harry. What's going on? <laughs> How dare. Yeah. And this is where we get into like, right, the writing is bad because Tessa, when we're in her point of view, is like, Harry's like really flirting with this girl and she seems to really like him. And I'm like, have you met a lesbian? No. Because <laughs> they don't generally like do like flirty things that could be interpreted as flirty to men that are their friends. Yeah. So this, uh, that's how, like this tension is happening over dinner with the two families. Tessa steps out to like take a break and is joined by a waiter who is making eyes at her. He's nice to her and the comments imply that he's going to be a returning character. Uh, he's so sweet. Oh, my God. Ah. <laughs> no. They're really into this guy. His name is Robert. Harry comes out and threatens him. It is super mean to Tessa again. This is a quote. Harry, I'm leaving. I announce when I reach the table. Six sets of eyes look at me, and Liam rolls his before looking over to the door. She's outside, I tell him sarcastically. He can go out there and put on fucking kitten gloves for her. I'm sure as hell not going to. Kitten gloves? She says kitten gloves twice in this book. What does that mean? It's kid gloves oh. is the phrase. Like when you put on kid gloves to be like gentle with somebody. Yeah. She thinks the phrase is kitten gloves. And that's really funny every time. Gloves for kittens. Gloves for kittens. Like, yeah, if you're handling kittens, might want to put on gloves. But like, <laughs> doesn't really make sense. Okay, this paragraph is long, but I'm sorry. Uh, this is all still day five. <laughs> Harry's rude to Lillian. So Lillian finally tells Tessa that she's gay and is not a threat. Tessa kind of hangs behind with Robert because he keeps getting her like free wine. Harry heads back to meet uh, and on the way meets girlfriend Riley just like randomly because she's all and she's also rude. Uh, Tessa hangs out with Robert for reasons and they get drunk. Shot. 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 They don't get I don't think they ever get drunk. Tessa never gets drunk on beer. She usually gets drunk on wine. So I didn't want to do wine shots because that sounded rude. Blink. Okay, Tessa gets drunk with this guy named Robert. Harry's mad uh, and wants to go back and, like, just cause a ruckus with this guy named Robert. Riley, like, inexplicably talks to him and then invites him to go out and drink with her, and he inexplicably is like, sure. They've never met before. So they go to the one bar in town, and the one bar in town has middle-aged bartenders that dance on the bar every half hour, like in the movie Coyote Ugly. <laughs> Tessa and Harry both end up... Uh, I love when we can see where, the art, where our author got their influences. Yeah. Tessa wants to like keep this Robert party going, so they go to also go to the only bar in town. Uh, so all four of them end up meeting there on accident. Harry gets jealous. Tessa's also jealous because this Riley girl's here. She doesn't know her. Robert leaves, and then Harry, Tessa, and Riley all get wasted. So we're gonna do another shot because she gets wasted like again, like very clearly. She wasted. Yeah, Riley keeps buying them shots. Uh, Tessa specifically takes like three shots, even though she was already drunk. Uh, it's like noted that Harry takes like six and Riley like loses count. Oh. <laughs> like the rules are not rules. Yikes. Clink. Ugh. Okay. And she's drunk enough that now she dances on the table. Riley flirts with Tessa in a queer baby way. And I'm personally offended because I think this is really her only contribution to the story. She's like, hey, Tessa, have you ever kissed a girl? And then kind of like touches her arm. And Tessa's like, hmm. And then that was like the end of the plot. <laughs> anyway. Okay. The three shut down the bar. Tessa and Harry get into like a three out of ten fight because uh, she's still really trying to have a good time they all go home things start to get steamy but then robert's phone number falls out of tessa's bra and harry goes full mean harry <laughs> the phone number was in her bra yeah robert like gave her and she didn't have her purse because she like walked out to hang out with uh -huh. him so she put it in her bra and then harry like took off her bra and he's like oh, a number you bitch <laughs> i don't remember what he said <laughs> He said something mean, but he he like oh, gets good. You he gets like really mean. Uh, I didn't put in the stuff, but he's starting to say like 
just he's just like being like incredibly mean <laughs> how could you be such a whore but yeah it's stuff like that where it's like before me you couldn't even do this and oh like without me you wouldn't even have your job so how can you go to seattle without me well, it gets like it gets like attacky. Good, sir. I am now going to Seattle. 100%. Yeah, he's like, you think of you think a freshman in college would get an unpaid internship if she didn't have an in with the publisher. You wouldn't even be here without me. Like he's it gets really like personal. I really I really like it's not like you're an ugly bitch, but it's like it's like pointed. No. But Tess is pretty. <laughs> oh, I don't know why. Uh, so she like takes it to heart. Also, she's really drunk. So she goes to like sleep in Liam's room. For I would the just night. be like, "Fuck you!" Now I'm double going to Seattle, <laughs> and I won't even tell you where I'm going. And I'm taking the baby you <laughs> thought that I was stealing from I'm you with me. This new baby with me. Day six. This is a small excerpt. You're broken, Harry, and I can't fix you. That was the worst possible thing she could have said to me. She finally realizes how fucked I am, and more importantly, she realizes that she, in fact, can't fix me. No one can. Dark. They all wake up. <laughs> you yourself, Harry. Well, we also knew that already. <laughs> it's not news. That's not a new revelation that he's like, fucked. Zero percent. They wake up and Harry apologizes, but Tessa doesn't accept it. Uh, they all, the, remember, they're at their cabin still. They all drive back. Harry made a playlist of Tessa's favorite songs on his phone, so she's still kind of like, maybe it's going to be okay. <laughs> Spotify can fix everything. Not to like... Not to, well, okay, it wasn't. It wasn't like to give to her. It was to like have in case she needed it. And it's like okay, that's something. They get back to the apartment and Harry finds it unlocked, but nothing is stolen. Harry's convinced that it was her dad and accidentally admits to thinking that he might be a drug addict. So here we're gonna actually read a, a small section. Sometimes I well, sometimes I get oh, fuck. He sighs and continues. Sometimes when I think about us, I start to get paranoid. You know. Like, I don't know why you're with me sometimes. So I act out and my mind starts making me believe that it won't work out or that I'm losing you. And that's why I say stupid shit. If you could just forget about Seattle, we could be happy. Finally, no more distractions. Seattle isn't a distraction, Harry. I defend softly. It is. You're only pushing it so much to prove a point. His tone changes from soothing to ice in a matter of seconds. And I wait for the harsh words that are sure to follow. Can we please stop talking about Seattle? Nothing is changing. You don't want it to go... And I do. I'm sick of going on and on about it. Fine. What do you suggest we do then? You go to Seattle without me? How long do you think we could last? A week? A month? Don't they both live in Washington? Right now. How far away is Seattle? Like, they drive there all the time. So, like, I don't know. Is it fucking 45 minutes? It kind of doesn't matter because they act like it. Because I think it's, like, enough that it's annoying to drive there. They're currently in wherever Pullman, Washington is. And they've been to Seattle before. So, like, it's not like a flight. (laughs) Yeah, go figure it out. Okay. <laughs> so I want to Google it. Google faster. Okay, but here's where it gets crazy. His eyes regard me coolly and I shiver. We could make it work if we really wanted to. At least so I can try Seattle and see if that's what I really want. If I don't like it, we can go to England. It's four and a half hours. Okay, drive. that's a significant drive. No, I do that. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's like you wouldn't take a day trip <laughs> to no, Poland. I have. I wouldn't go there and then leave the, and leave that same day. It would be annoying for sure. a weekend trip. It's kind of far. So, but Tessa has just said, if Seattle won't work, we can go to England. <laughs> what? No, no, no. If you go to Seattle, we won't be together at all. That's it. What? Why? Uh, I fumbled tomatoes. the words and scrambled for my next response because I don't do long distance. You also didn't do dating. You also <laughs> didn't do him. no condoms. You also haven't done a lot of things. Up, so. It's infuriating that I'm basically begging him to stay in a relationship with me when I should be considering leaving him for the way he treats me. 
Look how yeah, that's girl. turning out. You're literally just apologizing for lashing out at me two minutes ago, and now you're threatening to end our relationship if I go to Seattle without you? I gape, and he nods slowly. He's been doing this the whole time. Babe. Right, I'm like, this is not news, my dude. So let me get this straight. You offered to marry me if I don't go, but if I do, you're breaking up with me. He wasn't prepared for me to bring up this offer, but I couldn't stop the words from coming out. Marry you? His mouth falls open and his eyes narrow. I knew I shouldn't have mentioned it. What? You said that if I choose you, you would marry me. I know you were drunk, but I thought maybe... You thought what? That I would marry you? All of the air in the car has disappeared, and breathing proves harder and harder as the seconds pass. No, I knew you wouldn't. I just... Then why did you bring it up? You know how drunk I was, and desperate for you to say, stay, I would have said anything. My heart sinks at his words. I know this would be his exact reaction, but a small part of me, this part that still has faith in his love for me, led me to believe that maybe he meant it. God. So it's like, there's just a lot of like, marry me, Te- marry me, Rebecca. <laughs> marry me, Tessa. Rebecca! Rebecca! He's just gotten so like significantly worse as the books go on. Like literally, I just can't support the relationship anymore, no matter how much redemption happens. Just now we're thinking that? I think Come on, commenters. I'm sure the comments are continually saying this, but I did find that poignant <laughs> to be like, this is the end. <laughs> I can't anymore. They continue to have the argument. Tessa decides to not stay at the apartment anymore. She has like two more days. She's going to hang right. with Steph in her old dorm room because the bed is still there. Back to the loft, I, I guess say. They Back did not have the, the overcrowding problem that U of M did. In a text, Tessa says she can't believe it's only been a week since the tattoo parlor incident, which is where what? she met her dad. What? And the comments are equally as baffled and thought it had been like months. <laughs> We've just been at the cabin. We were at the cabin for like two, three days. But before that, yeah, it was basically tattoo parlor, next day, cabin, next day. It's been, it's been like, oh I, think we're on, I think we're on day six. So she calls Kimberly to ask if uh, she can stay with her in Vance in Seattle because they have a house there that they bought. And Kimberly's like, yeah, obviously you can. Uh, Harry has a come to Jesus moment where he suddenly realizes that there's really not a reason that he doesn't want to go to Seattle. <laughs> come on, Harry. And he's, uh, yeah, so he, he he has a full like monologue in his head and the whole thing just starts with like, <laughs> is there even a reason I don't want to go? Is it just that I'm weirdly jealous that she might have experiences and have friends without me i could just also have experiences and friends i'm just being and that's it (laughs) harry Harry. he's also paranoid uh that you could be having midnight memories with tessa in seattle yeah and you could make new friends with her you could have new experiences with her um now he realizes are you fucking kidding me bro what the fuck (laughs) like there's no reason he had to have it now (laughs) day seven (laughs) Tessa hangs out and reads and talks to Steph all day. She's staying at her dorm room. Quote, unquote. Steph and I spend the next two hours talking about her upcoming move to Loganiana. What? I'm bad at geography. Where is that? Louis's name was autocorrected to Logan. So anytime Louis comes up, it changes to Logan. So now Steph is moving to (laughs) Loganiana. They talk about it quite a lot. (laughs) I love New Orleans Logiana. I love, uh, it's, I guess it's still NOLA, but it's <laughs> New Orleans Logiana. And uh, Tristan's parents are less than happy that he's moving with her. Uh, so they're, they're moving to Nolens. They leave for the frat house because they're having a party as per usual. Steph has kind of appropriated it to be Tessa's going away party. Meanwhile, Harry has a hard heart with his father and he admits that he's jealous that Karen and Liam 
had like a husband dad and he didn't get to have that with his mom. It's actually a real awareness moment. Wow. His dad says that he should go to therapy because he's holding on to a lot of his issues. At the party, Tessa runs into Molly. This is what Molly says. Oh, come on, Tessa. I was your first enemy at college. Doesn't that count for something? She winks and bumps her hip into Vine and walks past me. Molly continues to be kind of weirdly nice. The comments start to like her. Hashtag RR. (laughs) Steph gives her a cherry vodka sour. Zane arrives and is weirdly worried that Steph gave Tessa a drink. Uh Uh-oh. Slaps it up. Basically slaps it out of her hand. Did Steph drug Tessa? Same day, but we're back at the apartment, so we don't know why Zane's being weird until another chapter later. At the apartment, Harry finds and reads Tessa's religion journal. Side note. Those are quite internal thoughts. Internal thoughts. I guess they were for an assignment, so maybe they were meant to be read. But um, it really feels like, this is my side note, the author feels like she wanted to push this plot like three years in the future so it's just everyone's just kind of acting like adults like tessa has gone to one class she's I, not even really in school she's only working everyone's drinking all the time here's my gripe it's like i understand all the, the whole college like moving AU in kids it all. Yeah. i understand the i understand she's trying to like it is a college AU. she's trying to take out of college like she's yeah. all the all the plot lines are not college related so okay uh tessa had written about her pain and her faith and her love and it's all about harry so now he feels bad back at the party this guy dan which I couldn't remember who he was. Turns out he is the guy whose sister was filmed by, by Harry while having sex with him. Mm. He talks to Tessa. I forgot about this plot line. So and how Harry is Zane has left, I think, to maybe find Steph because he was mad. So <laughs> this is where we're popping in. Oh, Zane went to find Steph. I leaned further into the corner. He did? Hmm. I can help you find him. I think I saw him go upstairs. 9,000 comments. Uh oh. Okay. I didn't think I liked Dan, but I do need to find Zed, Zed, Zane, because my head is getting heavier and heavier. Oh no, she's drugged. I follow slowly behind Dan as he pushes through the crowd and toward the stairs. The music is so loud now, and I find my head moving slowly back and forth as I climb the steps. Oh no. <laughs> Fucking what? Plot twist. Steph and Dan made a plan to drug Tessa and assault her on film to get back at Harry. <laughs> Steph, I guess, has hated her the whole time. What a retcon. <laughs> what? What? She was also the one who wrote the text to Tessa from Harry and then, then deleted, deleted it. it. What? Wild. Again? Why? For who? For what? No one knows. For plot reasons. Just for plot. Yeah. Hated her the whole time, I guess. Molly uh, was supposed to be a part of this plan, but she sees that it's going too far and she bails to go get help and she calls Harry. So we like Molly now. Zane and Tristan like bust into the room and rescue Tessa. Uh, because her and Harry are still fighting, so she didn't really want to call him, and he wasn't going to come to this party for plot reasons. Zane decides to bring Tessa to her mom's house. Harry kind of eventually figures out where they're going and follows behind. Her mom is a dick to everyone as soon as they get there. <laughs> she's really confused about what's going on. Harry makes sure Tessa's okay and kind of puts her to bed, and then he confronts the mom about being a bad mom. <laughs> this is what he says. You know what I think? I think you hate me because I remind you of him, Richard. <gasps> Dick. You hate the constant reminder of what you ruined. So you hate me. So you Victim don't have to, you don't have to hate yourself. Do you want to know something? I wait for her sarcastic nod and continue. You and I are a lot alike too. More alike than Richard and I are, really. We both refuse to take responsibility for our mistakes. Instead, we blame everyone else. We isolate the ones we love and force them. I'm interrupted before I can tell her that she will spend the rest of her days alone. No, you're wrong. Harry. She's crying now. Harry. No, I'm not wrong. But what I am is leaving. (laughs) 
That's so self-aware. Oh my god. <laughs> he makes the mom cry. Uh red flag. It's very dumb. Okay, day eight. Tessa wakes up. He's a mom- nine, but he makes your mom cry. <laughs> Next day, Tessa wakes up and her mom is like, I'm going to go to church, but I assume you don't want to go because she's been drugged. Is she even for real? (laughs) Comments. Noah visits and uh, says that he is still with Rebecca. Turns out (laughs) Steph ran into Rebecca and manipulated Rebecca into fake dating Zane to get back at Tessa, I guess. What is going on? Say it again. Say it again. Steph at some point ran into this Rebecca girl in the wild. Random bitch Rebecca. In the wild. What? Random bitch Rebecca. Random bitch Rebecca. And was like, do you have a boyfriend? And she's like, yeah. And Steph's like, you know, it would be so funny is if you fake date this guy Zane, but don't tell him. He's gonna You're think- fake dating him, but he's not fake dating yes. you. And so Steph like manipulates and by she like bad mouthed Tessa to her to be like, hey, I got to get back at this girl. Would you do me a solid and fake date Zane and, and fake date Zane, but don't tell Zane around Tessa. Spoiler alert, Rebecca never comes back into the story. <laughs> this, this is, is like end- some. This is the end of Rebecca. Rebecca! Rebecca! I fucking hate this bitch so much right now. <laughs> Everyone hates Steph because Steph is full chaos but also a master manipulator (laughs) wow wow Steph okay Tessa and Noah kind of reconcile about their breakup in a very adult way Uh, Harry comes back in and and asks if she remembers what happened Harry and Tessa have an adult conversation about their relationship Uh, she suggests that they take a break how much time apart however long (laughs) my internship lasts in Seattle I, I didn't expect him to agree I don't know a week a month I don't know, Harry. We both need to get ourselves to a I mean, a week place. for them is a lot, so... Any amount of time. We both need to get ourselves to a better place. You're my better place, Tess. Nah. His words swarm through my chest, and I force my eyes to move from his face before I lose all resistance. That one sentence. Ah, I have folded so quickly. <laughs> no, my babies. People are back on board. No, babies. The people no. are back on board. No. Later that Don't day. Don't be on board. A break is a, just a test drive for so your full they've break decide, up. They've decided to take a break. Harry has driven back to Pullman. Tess is in wherever her mom lives. But then uh, she uh, calls him to talk about her mom because her mom was being a bitch, which manifested in her giving her a plate of lettuce and grilled tomatoes for dinner. What? Those are not good grilled. The frick? A legit plate <laughs> full of lettuce and tomato? Boo. No. <laughs> Harry went to the gym to use a kickboxing lesson that Tessa got for him. Uh, for Christmas because she was like I bet Harry could use like an outlet for his physical aggression rage yeah he's using it which is a way to show the plot that he is uh, progressing as a man what? <sighs> no he's not punching drywall anymore he's punching punching bags oh, no day nine Tessa actually does it she actually drives to Seattle and moves in with Kimberly and Vance. I straight up thought maybe this wasn't going to happen same Harry talks to Liam because he's realized all of his other friends kind of suck <laughs> So then he hangs out. Then he later hangs out with Louie for maybe the first time ever. And the comments all go, Larry, 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 Larry. Larry. Yeah, they haven't hung out. Yeah. Harry leaves when all of his old friends kind of show up to hang out. He shows up at his apartment and Dick and Chad are there in the apartment. Dick and Chad Chad are having a full blown fight. Like Chad is 
Beating up dick. <laughs> Chad is beating dick in his apartment. Sad Chad is beating dick? Sad Chad. No, heroin Chad is beating up dick. Dick took the spare key it's as like, like a, a safety war. precaution and Chad like followed him there no. because uh, dick owed, owes Chad drug money. Uh-oh. Spoiler alert. Dick is, in fact, a drug addict. Damn it, Dick. So Harry, like, throws all of his cash, cash was like $80 and, like, a watch to get rid of Chad. Take this, Chad. Take, take this and run. Back with Tessa. Later, the same day, at the same time, in the same timeline. Tessa goes to her first day of work, and she catches... Fucking uh, I thought she was going to catch Felix. <laughs> no, she catches up with him while eating lunch. Hello, fucking Trevor. <laughs> She sends all these pictures to Harry about her like new office and the view because she's trying to be friends with him. Um, no, that's not how you do a break. That's not what a break It's is. not. At the end of her first day, <laughs> gives her a tour of his neighborhood and they go get dinner. She goes back to Kimberly and Vance's home. I'm going to call it home for her because that's easier. And Kimberly gives her a whole bottle of wine to drink and she drinks three glasses and then somehow the, the wine is, cup is still half empty. I don't really understand how the mechanics of the wine work in this universe, but she does get drunk on this bottle of wine. Drink! Shot, 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 shot. Vance, at one point, just is like, wow, that Harry was so, so smart. And we find out that Harry is actually a junior. Didn't know this. He's 21. And he is so, so smart that he's actually graduating at the end of this year. He has a semester left. Also, he's never been to class in the last six months that we've seen. So how? How is he getting this far ahead in his classes? It's not that hard to graduate. I mean, it depends on what you're doing. Fair. Later she calls Harry and they have really ungratifying phone sex because Harry has to be like, do you remember what how I showed you to touch yourself? You should do that right now. And she like, it's like, oh yeah, I, I'm remembering. And I think then she starts to masturbate like regularly. It's implied that she like didn't really between the time he showed her how to and today, which I don't know how much time has passed. But Ten days. Any amount of time. Later, later, Tessa overhears her dad on Harry's end of the phone and she's like what's going on and Harry's like oh I'm kind of just letting him stay here but he doesn't tell her anything about the drug stuff or that he found a man beating him up in their apartment day 10 is finally the first short day we've had in a while it's Tessa's first day on her new campus so she actually goes to class today she's taking poli sci for why art history and creative writing cover her general we skip ahead three days day 13 God. It's Friday. Tessa calls Zane to just kind of say hi. Uh, she tells Harry about it. He's weird about it. They're on a break, but nothing actually has changed. Aside from the fact they've just said that they're on a break. <laughs> like six days ago. Dick is going through withdrawal in the apartment with Harry. He's like throwing up and shaking. He has not told Tessa. <laughs> He's like really coaxing uh, Dick through this withdrawal. Harry has a nightmare that... Zane and Tessa are having sex and like say I love you to each other. And he really is upset about this. So on day 14, he immediately drives to Seattle to like check in with Tessa to make sure she's not like sleeping with anyone. Actually fucking Zane. But I, right, I'm like, okay, do you think you're gonna jump in on her fucking Zane? Like, you're not psychic. So like, she probably just would have stopped. It's four and a half hours later, at the very least. Right. Um, so he drives to Seattle. Yes, finally. Oh my God, everybody stay calm. Smut is on the way. <laughs> There hasn't been any good smut in a while. The phone sex was bad. Uh, so because Harry leaves, La- Liam, not Landon, has to drink, babysit Dick. Because Dick is still going through withdrawal and he would be alone in the apartment. And Harry's like, eh, it's probably not a safe move. Despite everything, Tessa is excited to see Harry. She sees Harry's luggage and immediately starts doing his laundry. He's fucking 21. He can do it himself. Back to being his little bitch. <laughs> 
They make out. But then. Oh, wait, wait, question. Yes. <laughs> Isn't his luggage full of clean clothes? No, he hasn't done his own laundry because Tessa hasn't been there to do his laundry for a week. <laughs> they make out anyway. Harry, in the middle of making out, remembers his dream about Zayn and is like, ugh. Did I can't. Did dry low? What? <laughs> Wait, what? Did I separate the whites and the darks? No. 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 He just like is reminded of this dream and is like, ugh. It stops. Day 15. Okay, I have to, and I have to get this relationship dynamic straight, so we're taking a pause. Here's the characters that have been laid out but not mentioned because they haven't really been important until this moment. Harry's dad named Ken. Vance, who's the publishing guy, and this guy named Max. We're all BFFs in college. Max is married and has daughter Lillian. Yep. Everyone knows this. In this chapter, we also learn that Max and Vance are co-investors in this new jazz club that has just opened in Seattle. Vance and Kimberly go to the opening of this club with Max and this woman, Sasha, who he's obviously having an affair with. Everyone's aware of this, but they're mad at Sasha about it the whole time. And I'm like, that's some misogyny. Why are we not confronting Max about him cheating on his wife when you all know his wife and him? Why? Harry can't fuck his way out of his anger because kissing Tessa now reminds him of his dream where she was kissing Zane. So he can't have sex with Tessa when he's angry now. He just has to like panic. What? Get this man to therapy. Truly, truly, truly. He has never needed therapy more. He has no coping mechanisms. But his new coping mechanism is working out. So in the middle of the night, when he can't sleep, he goes to work out in this house's gym because they are rich, rich. (laughs) It's a very fancy house. And really, we're not giving him enough credit for this because it's like kind of a significant change for him. But like it's not being addressed in the text. And I was like, we're going to give props to Harry for kicking stuff that's not walls of people. Tessa can't sleep either. So she goes to find Harry. They seduce each other in the gym. Tessa asks him to keep his hand tape on. No. Harry fucks her without a condom, but one, pulls out. Second, make sure to talk about how great it feels. That's some bullshit. He pulls out before either of them orgasm, I think, so then they have sex again in her room, like real sex where they can have a condom. Later, they talk about the possibilities for their relationship because they're technically still on a break, uh, but like the relationship, the, the conversation is kind of mature. They don't fight. Tessa wants to work on being more independent because she realizes how dependent she's been <laughs> the last six months. She proposes. We love a self-aware queen. <laughs> she proposes since, like, she could tell the the rigs not done anything that they like see each other on the weekends and try and make a distancing work. Why uh, he sucks? Harry kind of agrees, but doesn't really like get it. They drift off into tomorrow having sex again. Like <laughs> <laughs> fades to black inwards. I'm mad. Day sixteen. Oh my god! There was a security camera in the gym. <laughs> But Vance, Vance, like, totally stopped watching once he saw Tessa come in. (laughs) Sure, guys. There was, like, an excuse made. He wasn't watching them have sex. He was watching them have sex. He was watching the camera for some reason, and, like, the gym feed was on the, like, garage feed or something. And he was like, I turned it off when I saw Tessa walk in because, like, again, I'm going to get to this later. Kimberly especially, but Kimberly and Vance are both, like, really, like, into knowing that they are having sex and drinking all the time. It's very weird. They absolutely watch. Oh, That's want, what I'm saying. Like, Vance definitely watched, but just was like, yeah, yeah wink nudge. jerking it, and then also... Wink uh, nudge, I turned off the feed. Decided to tell her about it. Anyway. For no reason at all, from an author's perspective, we learn that Vance's first marriage was to a woman who, while he was dating her, had cancer. While they were getting married, she was, like, frail enough that she had to be, like, pushed on the aisle in a wheelchair. Sure. Very um, walk to remember. Yep. <laughs> 
but like even worse. So I think we just had to like be reminded that Vance is a really good guy. <laughs> you can have a wife who has cancer and also just jerk it to your friends. But well, I think he's supposed to be can. like uh he's supposed to be a counter to this guy Max who we're supposed to hate. So we're sure. supposed to really be like, wow, Vance is so nice and Max then so maybe so we sucks. Just cut the whole plot point. Really, it doesn't matter. <laughs> We didn't really need to know how good of a man he was. None of this is important. Oh, no, I actually, okay, I'm not going to spoil it, but I think I do actually remember why we have to know he's a good man for later. But, like, it's still very, actually, no, it makes, okay, you know what? We're going to bring this up when it comes to physical plot point later. Okay. He did it. He didn't watch them yes, fuck. He did. They specifically said he did it. Yes, he did. Anyway. Uh, over over this weekend in Seattle, Harry and Tessa do really domestic stuff like get Tessa's oil changed, which I guess was Harry's job. And he says he did it like every month, which is so much. And Harry's mom calls to tell Harry that she's getting married, which uh, he knew because the fiance asked him in after two, uh, but she didn't know that he knew. So he's like underwhelmed. And she's like, why are you so happy for me? And he's like, I already knew. And surprise, the wedding is in England in two weeks for reasons. Day 17. Kimberly is really compliant and a 19-year-old fucking drinking all the time. It's weird. I don't there, like it. <laughs> there are old people who are excited about youths drinking. She's not, but. I couldn't get a read on how old she was. She's definitely older than Tessa, but she's younger than Vance. Harry has Tessa call in sick to work, and Kimberly kind of already assumed she was going to do that so that they can bone. Harry eventually leaves. He f- comes back to find his apartment cleaner than he left it, and he's really cranky about it. <laughs> he goes to Target to buy groceries for the first time in a long time, because Tessa usually did that. At Target... These are some gender roles. He runs into Steph. God damn it. Who tried to assault his girlfriend on video. Punch her in the Target. That's what everyone thinks is going to happen. Steph tries to explain to him that Tessa will and him will never be like good enough for each other in the way that they need. <laughs> One commenter says, I hope the fucking moon falls on you, <laughs> which was one of the nicer ones about Steph. A lot of them were like, I hope you die. I hope you commit suicide. Like, they're very no, mean to Steph. Oh, guys. Oh, no, guys. You Just, can't say that. The moon falling on you is a very funny insult. When the moon hits your eye Face. like a oh. big pizza pie, <laughs> that's amore. She, like, prods at Harry by saying that there are rumors that Tessa slept with Zane because, like, Zane's roommate, like, heard them. <laughs> but that obviously didn't happen. I don't know. <laughs> <It's dumb. laughs> Harry gets really paranoid uh, and knows that Steph is just trying to make him feel. Because <laughs> I think she wants to get a rise out of him. I really can't tell. She, like, really wants him to punch her in this target. But he doesn't. Proud of you, Harry. Proud of you, Harry. Um, yeah, instead he punches, like, the shelves at Target in, like, a blackout moment. <laughs> Ow. Uh, but he doesn't hit Steph even though that'd be more fun but we want to see the growth he calls Tessa to talk it out Uh, Dick is still staying at his apartment in case you forgot day 18 Harry uh, asks his dad if he can transfer to the Seattle campus they have a heart they have a he can it's just like not convenient because it's like kind of halfway through the semester now they have a heart to heart where we learn that no surprise Harry barely graduated high school because he had a lot of antics and his dad basically got him into WSU (laughs) Also, he's been a junior this whole time and graduates at the end of this year. Anyway, they talk about his sad, sad, poor childhood, and uh, he needs to make others feel as shitty as he feels. Uh, Also, 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 Harry's mom's friend had sex with him when he was 14. (laughs) 
What? That's some Christian oh. Grey shit. <laughs> yes. That's Fifty Shades. It literally is taken straight it's out of It's literally 50 from Fifty Shades. We learn that internally. I assume his dad doesn't know this. He tells his dad that his mom is getting married, but he hasn't told Tessa yet. Harry goes to talk to Zane because he's just fixing all his problems today, I guess. And Zane agrees to back off of him when he finally sees like how desperate Harry is. So that's kind of a plot point of like, they're not in conflict anymore for a second. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Tessa learns that she's invited to the wedding by Kimberly. So she's like, I'm sorry, Harry and me are going to England? What? And Harry's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to go. <laughs> it's, uh, this is Kimberly and Tessa talking. But it's your mom's <laughs> wedding, and yeah. I've never been to England. Harry's not part of this yet. We're skipping all around in the plot line because it's incredibly hard to make it linear. Kimberly goes, but everyone likes weddings. Not Harry. He literally hates them and the entire concept of marriage. Didn't he go to his dad's wedding? Only after a lot of begrudgery. <laughs> goes, how, how are we rehashing the same plot already? We need like multiple marriage plot lines just to like, make a point and not go anywhere with it. And then Harry's teacher gets married and he doesn't want to go, but then he goes because of Tessa. Because and of then reasons. his brother that we didn't know about gets, gets married. And then Max gets second married to Sasha, so now he's double married. Everybody gets married to everybody. Uh, so Kimberly goes, so then what? I mean... Huh. I don't even have anything to say to that. That's really saying something. Kimberly laughs. Yeah, tell me about it. So you'll what? Just date forever? Why is everyone in such a fucking rush? Damn, she's a college freshman. This is only your second boyfriend. Fucking chill. <laughs> no, I felt. <laughs> everyone is just like, how are you guys just going to date forever? Also, yeah, you can't just date forever. You can't also, just you do can't that. just date forever. That is allowed. If you want. Harry tells Tessa that he will move to Seattle after he graduates because moving now would be kind of inconvenient. Yeah, but just like, that's wait, like a, literally a nice, one and a half months. That's a nice promise for her. Triple. triple checks that Tessa is still not into him. Day 19. Zane says he's going to come to Seattle and asks her to dinner. The audacity of this man! Because <laughs> he's already said he'll back off. And then immediately he's like, no. hey, I'm going to visit Seattle, by the way, for like some other reasons. But like, we should go hang out. Tessa takes her to dinner and says he still has feelings for her. And then he manipulates at her. Harry finds out. Uh, they kind of have a fight, but not really. They all go to the jazz club. And this is where a lot of dumb shit happens. Lillian is the babysitter for Vance and Kimberly's son, Smith. Does it need to happen? It does not. At the jazz club, we find out that Professor Soto's band is the band they hired for that night. No. Great, just great. No more callbacks. <laughs> no more callbacks. Is it a callback or is it a conspiracy? <laughs> Both. During this band performance, uh, Tessa gives Harry kind of a lap dance and then he, and then he fingers her under her dress. Then they go have sex in the car. <laughs> they go home and Tessa is drunky drunk again from the club. Drink! Oh my God. And that night, Vance and Harry run into each other in the kitchen because they're both getting water for their respective drunks. They talk about love and Vance says marriage will solve Harry's jealousy issues. That's some Mormon bullshit. That's some Mormon bullshit. And that he put in an application for Tessa's passport so that they could go to England for the you wedding. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. No. That's he, impossible. It's also, I think he had her social security number because he she works for him. That's, that's illegal. But it's also super illegal. I think it was, it's like the application. So I think like the, the pre-application, you can just go in and no. like get, I don't know, man. I don't know what the. I don't know. I just did it. You need a picture. I know. 
I know. She also needed a lot of documents if she's never had a passport before. Yeah. And I think she's never had a passport before, which like that was like a minor plot. Point of, like, like we can't get Tessa's passport. Documents in. Also, yeah. it's a rush thing because yeah. it would have to be a rush passport. You have to go into the office. You have to go in and like talk to someone. It's that you have to go to the passport office yeah. the day before you fly. Yes. So yeah. it's like at a certain point, they're like, now you're just going to have to sit on your thumbs for three weeks yeah. until like it's really the scariest crunch point ever. Day 20. Tessa sleeps through her classes. Uh, they fuck without a condom again. And Harry comes oh, on her chest. Because he loves he her. He comes on her chest. So it's Dude, fine. The condom is like a plot. It keeps coming up. The lack of kind of it's it's happened so many times, and like they're the author knows that everyone will realize if they if he comes inside her without a condom. So she keeps making a point to be like they do because it feels so great. But then he pulls out, or he comes on her chest, or they like stop and then start again at another location. Okay, so this is kind of where I think this plot point is going. Tessa finally gets an appointment for birth control. She's not on birth control. No, you that's why they were using con- She wasn't having sex until three months ago. <laughs> Maybe two. I don't know. They go shopping uh, and have domestic times. Not only are these two like book people, but they are classic elitist book people who hate modern books. Day 21. Tessa goes to work. Harry meets her for lunch. And oh my God, coincidence. Harry fucked one of her coworkers and has some drama with her. How? We don't need your backstory. Go. <laughs> Goddamn. After work, they drive back to Pullman to see Landon and the family. They're having a... Oh, fuck. Leo. Shit. Take a drink. I just... I don't know what to do with myself, so I'm just... (laughs) I took a Uh, drink, too. They're having a nice time uh, with Liam when Chad comes to get more money from Dick, who is Dick is still there. Tessa sees this, so she eventually figures out what's going on. She sees Harry's watch on Chad's arm and, like, runs after him to go get it back. And Harry's like, stop that. (laughs) It's really dumb. No, I gave Chad the watch. He didn't steal it from me. You don't need to fight with your tiny body. Bro, for real, though, why are you sorry about this random guy with a watch? Go back upstairs and deal with your father? (laughs) Get your priorities straight. This watch is so important. She right, it's like such a weird. Did she like get instinct. him an engraved watch? Eventually, like, later we learn that the reason she reacted so intensely was because the watch is from Harry's dad for Christmas, and yep, she's yep, like yep, seen yep. him like looking Cry at the watch it. and like contemplate his life. So she sees it as like a metaphor for his relationship with his father. That's why she got mad. <laughs> anyway, uh, she learns about the things. She learns about the money, and then Tessa's mom storms in. She's not supposed to be here. Tessa's mom storms in and confronts Dick about everything. She also throws Harry under the bus. Tessa yells at them, does not bring Harry into their conflict. They go to the bedroom so the parents can fight alone. Harry kind of panics because stupid reasons. Liam reminds him that it isn't about him. And Tessa's two parents are having a fight in the living room. So like maybe go comfort Tessa, you useless hair mop. (laughs) What a good burn. That was my burn. I called him a hair mop. (laughs) Good burn. Tessa goes to talk to her mom. Harry goes to talk to Dick. Independently, they learn that their parents never legally got married. They just had like a ceremony to please the grandparents. So Dick and Carol, Tessa's mom. My parents, actually, one of their friends had like a commitment ceremony. And I'm like, why? They wanted to be like, they wanted to not be legally bound. They're like, this is us committing to each other without any paperwork. Yes. We're intentionally not being legally committed. And I think it's because they had both been through gnarly divorces. I don't know. Plots. It's a plot. Okay, and then Carol, Tessa's mom, says that, like, she wasn't always like this, meaning, like, her flawed personality traits, and that she doesn't want Tessa to end up like her by marrying a man like Dick. 
<sighs> Day 22. Tessa and Harry visit the uh, Liam, the Scots, Liam, Cannon, uh, Karen. Liam tells Harry that him and Danielle broke up, which is kind of like a random thing because we've never heard about this. But he waits to tell Tessa because Tessa's going through a lot with her dad. Because now he wants to get with Tessa. No, thank God that did not come up because I was really going to be annoyed if that happened. But Liam is single now. So that's fun. Ken has learned about Dick from Liam because Liam babysat him and offers to put Dick through rehab. Harry gets mad because he doesn't want handouts, Dad. <laughs> what is wrong with him? Like, seriously, what is his issue? <laughs> Day 23. They leave the Scots house and Karen is like weirdly emotional. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Any guesses? Wait, Karen is Liam's mom. Karen is Liam's mom. Oh, no. Karen- <laughs> Wait, how old is she? Can she be pregnant? She's like... 40. She could be pregnant. Could be pregnant. Liam is dying of cancer. That's my guess. Okay. That Harry and Tessa are not going to come. <laughs> They're just, she's just upset about that. Yeah, she's sad. Okay. Uh, day 24. At some point, they decided to go to England. Everything's happening. Oh, they did. They well, pa- God damn it. This day, 20, day 24, they pack and they fly to England. Someone on the plane is reading Catcher in the Rye and like Tessa's like, hey, look at this. And they kind of snark no, about it. Right? Like no. who reads Catcher in the Rye? Which is a classic literature. Like the thing that you like, you fucking nerd. Wait, wait, they make fun of they him? They make fun of him. for Like who would read Catcher in the Rye? What a trite book. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I would say that. But that's because I was like, Catcher in the Rye, he's just like a whiny butthead the whole time. Right, but if you sit there and bitch about I know I know yeah. It's, yeah I'd be That's like classic. yeah okay. y'all they, are they just like Callum or whatever get settled at Anne's house and this is when shit starts to hit the fan oh, so no. I'm gonna I'm gonna build up to the roller coaster we're gonna pause for intermission and then we're gonna ride that sucker back down all right I'm ready should I finish this beer no well yeah. you can't Day 25. This is the day before the wedding. Anne and Tessa spend the day together, kind of like doing things to get ready. So like Tessa gets her hair done, they get their nails done. Uh, Anne's going to go do her final dress fitting. Anne needs to get her last fitting done with her friend Susan. It turns out Susan is the aunt of Natalie, the other girl that Harry fucked over for reasons. Natalie is super, super pregnant now. She was pregnant last time we saw her. Now she's like nine and a half months pregnant. She's popping any day. Uh oh. And so Tessa gets to meet Natalie, the girl who Harry should have ruined her life, but she bounced back. Oh, wait. Yeah. This is the one that she was like, actually, it turned out all actually, good. Actually, thank you. Because I, Harry fucked me over. I went to a new town and a new church and I met my husband and now I'm pregnant. So quinky dink. That's what they're going to name the baby um, Harry. I don't know. What, I actually don't know. What she is. She's again, yeets out of the story after this moment. That night, Harry wakes up to get some water and oh, my God. His mom is making out with Christian Vance in the middle of the kitchen. <laughs> no, but Vance is the good guy. Yes, he is. We thought he was. He, but he, I knew from the beginning that they were fucking. I don't think he's watching fucking. everyone fuck on his cameras and it's creepy. Yeah. Wait, and his mom is getting married tomorrow. And his mom is getting married tomorrow, not to Christian Vance. What? <laughs> so she's cheating on her fiance the day before the wedding. <gasps> when Harry and Tessa are in the house, which honestly is stupid. Stop that. And her and her fiance lives next door, by the way. Are- incredibly stupid. They're not having sex. I thought they were at the beginning. No, they're just making out. It's a dream. Tell me it's a dream. <laughs> It's not. It's not a dream. Damn it. Christian and Harry get into a fist fight. Robin, Anne's fiance, walks in and sees everything. <laughs> Harry and Tessa leave because they are like, we don't know how to deal with this with this new information. We don't know who to trust. We don't know what's going on. So this is the same day. This fight has happened. They go to a hotel. They have sex in the shower to fuck off their rage, I guess. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag RR. Everyone get ready. Nothing good from here on out. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> 
I want to have rage sex in the shower. Uh, it's a I want to wash theory. off my physical body and wash off my feelings with sex at the yeah, same time. Right on, yeah, yeah, our skin. What? Sex is just like they use sex. I I mean I'm not someone who like who yes. like gets horny when I'm sad. I know some people do. Like, but like every emotion leads to sex. Like they use insecurity, sex to flush anger. Their feelings. Yes. yes, they use sex to flush their feelings and to come back together as a couple. And it's like very not subtle. And I think they're also aware of it internally. So like, do you think Anna Todd's having that relationship? Yeah, like, she's married, so she, she might be. Like, is that her relationship with her husband? That she's like sometimes we feel too many feelings, and so we have sex. The, to, okay, to be she's, she's like a military wife, so I feel yep. like she does have a lot of emotions when she sees her husband so maybe she just thinks that's where everyone's at sex does not fix all M- of your problems most things i would say arguably it makes a lot of things worse yeah arguably to be fair it has shown that sex can make things in this worse. story internally it does but also it somehow is like how everyone copes with every goddamn thing with every emotion and every problem in their life regardless of whether it's about him and tessa or not and that's not healthy that's not healthy don't do that. I, it makes me feel icky. Well, like speaking of which, okay, they have sex in the shower and then they have an incredibly selfish conversation about how this this thing that happened like affects their own lives. Well, <laughs> and it Harry, is all about me. And so. Harry is a huge prick about Tessa needing to move out of Vance's house, needing to quit her internship because Vance is like her lifeline right now. She's living in his house. She has a job through him. The only thing that's going on that's not is that she is at the Seattle campus, which has nothing to do with Vance. So Harry's like, you got to like move out. You got to quit your internship. And she's like, I can't just do that. Those are big things. I mean, maybe you should move out of his house. Though. Probably That's you should move out of the house. But also like he, she can't just do that. She needs to find a place to live. I mean, yes. Like, but also you could. And he's like know. not acknowledging like that steps need to be taken to make those two things happen. And Does she's she like, not want to move out of his house? She's like, it's complicated. Like, it's not just like, a, I can just do this. It is complicated. It is complicated, but like, you can't just do it. No, yeah, you can't. No, they're both right in ways, but they're both also very wrong in ways. I don't know. I feel critical of her uh, not wanting to get the fuck out. Okay. That's so messy. End of this day, which is when they go to sleep, even though I'm sure it's like 4 a.m. Vance finally gets a hold of Tessa and says that the wedding is still on. And that he wants to explain things. Uh, he wants to explain everything, which I believe is mostly to Harry. No, the boundaries. No, 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 no. Okay, day 26. Oh, yeah, okay. Harry, Tessa goes to comfort Kimberly because she didn't know Vance was cheating on her either. <laughs> so she's like, okay, I'm going to go deal with Kimberly. Maybe make her feel better. You go figure out what the fuck Vance wants to tell you everything about. They're at a brunch with other people, by the way. It's not just, it's like all, it's like the Anne's fiance is there. Sasha's there for some reason. Max is there. Vance is there. I don't. Ken's not there for some reason. I don't know. I don't know why Ken's not there. So Harry goes to talk to Christian, and bum bum bum, we find out that Christian Vance is Harry's real father. What? Yeah. This affair has been going on for decades. Why? <laughs> why is she with anyone else? We get into it. Not this second, but we'll get into it. Yeah, in like two you chapters. Good lord. Sex? Jim? He's like, that's my boy. That's my boy. That's fair. I didn't really think about that. That's gross. I don't like that. That's icky. Oh, Smith is his half-brother. He has a brother. Long story short, the group of them were all friends in college. At some point, Ken got distant, like, physically. Like, he had to go to a different campus or was focusing on his degree. Like, something was happening that Ken got distant from Anne. So Christian and Anne were having an affair. The affair kind of just continued indefinitely until this day. But then excerpt why now why are you telling me this now 
I ask him, my voice raising, my barely existent patience evaporating. I'm dying from cancer. Because your mom has grown paranoid. Ken mentioned something to me two weeks ago, asking you to get some blood testing done to help Karen. And I brought it up to your mom. Testing for what? What does Karen have to do with any of this? Wait, who's Karen again? Liam's mom, Ken's new wife. Oh, yes. I forgot. Testing for what? What does Karen have to do with any of this? The insistent buzzing in my pocket hasn't stopped. You should answer that. Kimberly is calling me as well. He glances at the cell phone She's resting on the console. I call. shake my head at him. I will call her as soon as I'm out of the car. Wait, who is talking, Tessa? Harry. That was Harry. Or okay. Harry and Harry, okay. like, just randomly brought up real duck and roll of an information blop is that Karen needs some kind of blood testing. There's a million comments on that note. Which doesn't make any sense because if she's got if she's got leukemia, why would she need Harry's blood? Her so husband's. Son? Christian is basically like, I think he like made up this thing about blood testing to get Harry DNA tested to see if he's really uh, is because Ken has no idea or he has no idea that Harry wouldn't be his. Yeah, at least. sure. It turns out he did have an idea about the affair. All right. <laughs> Okay, Harry runs to a bar in his rage, darkness, and confusion. Of all the people he runs into, he runs into the woman who Mrs. robinson him at this bar. Illegal! <laughs> God damn it. Tessa and the crew can't find him. He ran to a random bar. Tessa waits outside of the wedding just in case he shows up. The wedding is today. The wedding happens off screen. We don't actually see it because Tessa doesn't go in. She feels weird. Harry's run off to this bar. He doesn't show up to the wedding, obviously. She wanders around until she finds Anne's house. And on the way, she sees a bar and she's like, Harry's got to be in there. She forces Harry to leave. And this is intermission time because some shit's going to hit the fan in about three sentences. Oh, my Lord. And we need a break. I need to pee. We will be back. What timestamp are we at? Yeah, 2.12. I told you this would be more than two and a half hours. All right, so we are back from our brief intermission. We were climbing the roller coaster of feelings after the new reveal that one Vance is uh, macking out with Harry's mom and is also Harry's biological father. Yeah. And Harry is in a ram is going on a rampage kind of. He's drunk, and the next thing that's gonna happen is crazy. So this is where I'm introducing our actual drink. I'm afraid. So I'm gonna get up and prepare the drink for you slightly. <laughs> So I should not be as prone as I am. Why do you have a lighter? No. All right, this is a flaming Dr. Pepper shot. What you're going to do I'm afraid. is you're going to drop that flaming shot into this half thing of beer, and then you don't have, it's not like a Jagerbomb. You don't have to drink the whole thing. You're just going to drink it. I'm afraid. If you want to do it now, you can't, but it's not the whole thing. I'm afraid. Maybe do it. Why did, why did you give me Why did you do this? <laughs> why did you do this to me? <laughs> I didn't want to do after. Okay, <laughs> ah! that's a full messy. Oh fuck, that was really good. What did you think it was? It was very on fire. No, no, I just didn't think about it too hard. Ah! Ah! Oh my god, it's so foamy, Grace. I just dropped it in, man. It's, gotta be really it's all foam. So that it doesn't <laughs> start on fire. It tastes okay. Okay, it is supposed to taste like a Dr. Pepper. Inexplicably, the uh, the ingredients are Miller Lite, a shot of Amaretto with 151 proof rum on top for flavor and for fire. Something about the fire does something to it that makes it taste like... <laughs> boo! Do you want the megaphone? <laughs> no. <I'm good. laughs> to yell boo at me? 
All right. And this is relevant and we'll be very clear why it is relevant in about a paragraph. I want to taste it, actually. Though. It's That's pretty good. I can see the shot. There's brown. I don't understand the physics of this drink. Okay. It's not. I wouldn't say it tastes like Dr. Pepper, but it does taste like a cocktail. So when we last left our heroes, Harry was at a bar. He's drunk full of rage. He runs back to his mom's house. I think he's just with Tessa at this point. He's learned all this new information. He's not thinking clearly. A lot of stuff is going on. He runs into the house. He reaches under like a like a dresser or cabinet, pulls out a bottle of rum. Why? No. He splashes it everywhere. He specifically tries to splash it on the couch where his mom got like a Harden committing arson. He is, is rum high enough proof? His goal is to burn down the house. <laughs> Hurry. He spe- it's specifically mentioned that rum is the highest alcohol content. In order to make this drink, I learned that specifically you have to get 150 proof rum or higher. That's why this drink lit on fire because regular rum will not do that. So Correct. It's because I, I was also like, is that a thing? And yes. Yes, but like he'd have to like specifically get like flammable rum and have it hidden under his couch or whatever to like. Yeah, that's why like Everclear is usually the yeah. alcohol that Everclear would have also made sense. But I, yeah, no, it was specifically rum. It was rum on fire, which is why we had the shot, and that's why we had the Miller Lite as our uh, beer <laughs> beer because this specific shot needs Miller Lite to taste like Dr Pepper, I guess. Anyway, um, as I sipped it a little bit more, I think more of the amaretto has come out and now it tastes yeah. a little more Dr. Pepper. Yeah, the amaretto helps a lot. And supposedly the rum is supposed to have some of the like, I don't know, like star anise notes of Dr. Pepper. Sure. I don't really know what the flavors sure. of Dr. Pepper are. Okay, so. For the record, I'm his, covered in beer. He has the bottle <laughs> in his hand. Good. <laughs> It'll make you think of hard. hard I energy. am the arson he's committing. The arson arson. So he has the bottle in his hand. He's splashing it around. He's mad. Tessa uh, pleads with him, and he and she calls Christian to like help. I don't You're know. his dad. I don't know how that's gonna help, but she does it. Christian uh, gets Tessa to leave, and Harry lights the match. No, Harry. No, that's not going to work. He says, or maybe I'm the one speaking. I don't really know. <laughs> I reach for an old magazine lying on top of one of the boxes and bring the flame to the corner of the pages. It immediately ignites. I watch the fire travel up the pages and toss the burning book onto the couch. I'm impressed by how quickly the fire swallows the couch, and I swear I can feel the fucking memories burning along with the piece of shit. The trail of rum is next. It's burning in a line. My eyes can barely keep up with the flames as they dance across the floorboards, flicking and cracking, making the most comforting sounds. Are you satisfied? Vance shouts over the sound of the flames. I don't know if I am. Tessa wouldn't be. She would be sad that I destroyed the house. Yeah, more than sad. So eventually the cops are on their way. Is Harry going to jail? <laughs> no, Harry does not go to jail. Because Why? as the cops are on their way, uh, Christian like convinces Harry to leave. And then Vance tells the cops that he started the fire to save Harry's ass. And Vance goes to jail. So this is Vance's redemption. Question mark? I don't fucking know. I don't really know what the author wants us to think about him uh, at this point. So uh, who knows? So, okay. He bl- Harry blacks out. So n- next day is next day. Day 27. They wake up and learn that Vance took the blame for the fire um, and that now he's in jail. Harry tries to tries to push Tessa away because he wants to save her from his fucked up life. Because it's so fucked up now. His dad's not his dad. His mom's cheating on his not dad. His, he's burned down a house. <laughs> he's got a lot going on. No. Basically, she's like, no, I'm not going to leave. And then they have really weird car sex. <laughs> 
He didn't even wash his nasty hands. Because <laughs> he was in a fire, and then he got into a car, and he hasn't washed himself, and he fingers her. And everyone's like, I'm sorry. He's got rum and soot on his fingers. <laughs> That's nasty. Tessa unloads all of her problems on Kimberly. She thinks uh, Harry wants to stay in England for really no reason at all. Harry wants to stay in England because he is... <laughs> so he sends her a one-way ticket to go back home, and then he hides out at one of his old friend's house like a coward. He gives her a suitcase that has one ticket in it, but like he like knocks on the door and runs away. She like opens it and is like, one ticket, oh... Oh, my God. It's really dramatic for no reason. So he finds some of his, like, old friends. They live together. and uh, Like, they're kind of, they're not crazy, crazy. They're kind of crazy, crazy. They're having kind of a house party. He gets high and drunk at a party uh, with the friends. And in at this party, there's also, also cocaine and they're playing strip poker. But he does not do cocaine or play strip poker. It's just happening around him. Oh, wow. Tessa, through dumb luck, finds him uh, and she confronts him. And then he tells her off and convinces Tessa that he is a... <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so she leaves harry uh, and never returns and that's the end of the fic yeah i wish man it really feels like this is the last time because she says it a bunch of times but the story continues uh so she leaves harry gets assaulted by the woman who took his virginity maybe oh that's <laughs> but, not good but because he loves tessa so much even as she's like batting his dick around he can't get hard <laughs> so he's like I love Tessa. Because that is how it works. <laughs> yes. And she's like, mm, this is weird. And she leaves. But like, oh, this is just a salty. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, she's pretty gross. Tessa uh, processes her life with Liam, who talks about his breakup finally. Liam was going to move to New York to be with his girlfriend. They're broken up now. But he's like, you know what? I'm going to move to New York, New York anyway. Still seems like a good move for me. So day 28, Harry's friends badger him about Tessa. <laughs> and he says, she's nothing to me. No, she was the girl that you couldn't, that because you love her, you couldn't get hard with another woman. Yeah, I know, right? I hate him at this point. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> he falls asleep at his friend's house and has a dream that Tessa got together with Zane and is now pregnant by Zane. Didn't he already have this dream? No, she wasn't pregnant last time. So the dream is adding. Yeah, it's like it's like a like a, a story beats are happening in oh, dreams where he, Tessa and Zane are just getting more and more committed together. God. Oh, okay, so in the dream... They're pregnant, having sex, and Harry starts, like, choking Tessa. And then he wakes up, and he's like, <gasps> no, me? I would never hurt Tessa. <laughs> mm. So he wakes up because he's so, like, startled by his actions in the dream. He goes to the hospital because everyone says his hand is broken because he punched something at some point, and surprise, his hand is broken. Tessa gets a new phone with a new phone number. Uh -oh. So Harry does not have her number. She does not have old pictures of him. It's a real move. <laughs> Glad she's finally breaking free. She's breaking off. Uh, clean break. Tessa goes back to her apartment and finds her dead dad. <laughs> <gasps> what? He died literally while in the middle of doing heroin. The needle is in his arm. <laughs> he was ODing and then he was doing more drugs to try and undo the OD. I don't know. Well, he had maybe the author thinks that like if you go through withdrawal and then try to do your drugs again, you'd die. I, mean, I don't know. Yes. I mean, like you can. Yes. It's just like yeah. it was in his arm. And that was the startling part was like he couldn't even finish doing the drugs or he couldn't. It was weird. Yeah, that know. is. I do feel like normally, normally it's not you wouldn't, quite that fast. Yeah. 
Dad is dead. Yikes. Tessa kind of goes crazy after this point. Well, when you find your dead father in your apartment, that's a little rough. Truly. Makes sense. Um, So this is day like 31-ish. We jump ahead a little bit because Tessa's just like in shock for a couple days. Like she doesn't really talk to anybody. She kind of just like sits and like stares at the wall. Very twilight of her. She's really had a manic break. <laughs> like she's had a full mental break. No one her mom end up picking her up and taking her back to her mom's house to stay. Here is an excerpt. Oh, I think Harry followed her back and he's trying to get into her room and everyone's like she's really fucked up right now you like i don't think she wants to see you nope you're not going in there the last thing we need is you setting her off she's sleeping for the first time in days i hear my mother say who is she talking to i'm not sleeping am i i lean on my elbows and the blood rushes to my head i'm so tired so tired no is rushing to her head? i think she was like laying down we i don't know <laughs> noah is here grief will make <laughs> blood rush to your head <laughs> in my childhood bed with me oh noah's in bed with her like like oh. Jacob, like Jacob spooning like her through her grave. Okay, okay, okay. Not, not in a sexy way. <laughs> Just, Just in like, like a brothers sharing a bed. <laughs> two brothers sharing a hotel bed. Like you do. <laughs> yes, two brothers in a hotel bed. I don't remember much of the drive, just that the colors and lights were making me dizzy and my mother kept complaining, asking Noah if she should take me back to the hospital. I'm not here to hurt her, Carol. You should know that by now. Mentally concerning. You should also know that I still don't give a fuck what you say. My bedroom door opens and the last person I thought I'd see pushes past my irate mother. Noah's grip tightens on my waist in his sleep and my empty stomach attempts to get sick at the sight of him. Is she drunk? Why is no, she dizzy and she, throwing up? Because yeah. she's, she's in such a state of shock that she hasn't really slept or eaten or like sure. done anything okay. to keep okay. her human body alive. Okay. She's, she's real fucked. He crosses the room and forcefully yanks Noah's arms from my body, and I scramble across the twin bed, and my back hits the wall hard. Hard enough to knock the wind from me, but I still try to get away from him. So she's like animal scrambling away from this from Harry. Shiv him. She's Shiv him. Mad Abby's him. Why is he here? He can't be here. I don't want him here. He's done enough damage, and he doesn't get to show up here and pick at the scraps. Fuck, are you okay? He takes another step toward me, and I do the first thing that comes to my twisted Kick mind. Him. I scream. I scream all the pain and anger into my lungs and just scream. So she, yeah, she's, she is fucked. <laughs> she is not having a good mental health day. So Tessa keeps screaming. <laughs> Noah, Noah like gets Harry out of the room. Uh, Harry refuses to leave until he can talk to Tessa. So you already did. She said, get out, bitch. No, she didn't. She just screamed. She didn't say any words to him. Oh. No, she can't. Mm. She hasn't like talked. That is a hard. That is a hard sign to read. So next day, Harry tries to talk to her again. Noah fights him because he won't leave. So like Noah, for the first time, has like Noah, my <laughs> man, Noah, physical man. Tessa. Okay, so oh my god. So because of this fight, and Tessa's like not physically or mentally well, she like throws up and then walks out of the house into a thunderstorm to like get away from them. Moody. Yeah. Wow. Just the image of her just like, and they don't, they don't see her. Like they're so wrapped up in this fight that they don't see her throw up. They don't see her leave. I can see it it as a movie. Just the slow pan back. So uh, Tessa's wandering out in a storm. Harry tries to find her and he finds her in the greenhouse. And like, he finally takes a moment to be like, what does she need? And he asks her and she's like, I just need like some silence. And so like, he helps her like cover her ears and like block out the world. And it's like kind of sweet, but it's also like, what is going on? Just get some headphones. In like an isolated moment, I'm like, sure, I see what we're doing here. But also, what? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Tessa keeps asking Harry to leave. He's so desperate for her to take him back that he proposes to her. (gasps) Our Harry? Yes. Who will never get married or have sex without a condom? Yeah, and is asking Tessa who... (laughs) 
who is not in a mentally good state to do any big decision making. Yikes. Tessa continues to like numbly tell him no. He gets kind of hysterical and she just doesn't back down. Okay, day 34. Harry's going to be dead. I can just tell. Harry's not going to be dead. Damn it. Already had one dead dad. Three days later and it's Dick's funeral. Harry is clearly desperate to finally change because number one, he is staying at Noah's house in an attempt to stay close to Tessa without impeding on her boundaries. So he's Mm staying with Noah, who he fucking hates. Okay. Number two, he called Zane to come support Tessa. Fine. It's just like, okay. And number three, he's secretly paying for Dick's funeral. With his $80. He has so much money and I don't know how, but the point is he's not telling anybody. He's not like gloating about it. He's not telling Tessa. Okay. It's just like a secret. He did this nice, nice, nice thing. Okay. This so they- <laughs> fit could just take place when they're 35. It should. Like, honestly, that, like, why does Harry have all this money? Because he's 35. That they, would make like, there sense. was no, we've never truly had a, like, explanation why, of why this fic has to be in where they're in college. Right. Adults have parties. Well, or he could, like, um, like Vance was going to pay, Vance is rich, rich. He was going to pay for the dad's rehab. So it would make sense to be like, I talked to Vance and pulled the I'm your son card to get you to pay for this funeral. But Vance is in <laughs> jail. But Vance is in jail. I think he might be out by now. It was like a bail situation. So like it was like uh, a real quick, I'm rich and wait, let me go. And if like the person whose house you burned down doesn't press charges and they're like, well, all right. Okay. So they all go to the funeral. Not a whole lot happens. Harry hopes that Tessa will come back to him if he gives her some space. So he's doing that and he's doing it pretty well. Zane uh, comes over to comfort Tessa by shoving his tongue in her mouth. <laughs> As you do. And this is the comments? Go nuts. No. What the fuck, bro? Nah, that's so wrong. Especially because Harry made the effort to call him for Tessa so he would comfort her. And he is taking advantage of this while she is in such a bad place. Fuck you, man. Give that girl a break. She's a human. The fuck? <laughs> Even the babies know this is wrong. Right? Like, it's just like, she's like still, she's still at like mental health the zero. And like this guy, this shit guy comes in and is like, do you want to make out? (laughs) That's what Harry would have done. Like at the beginning of any of the other. But it would have been like sexual healing. It wouldn't have been like an assault. (laughs) God damn. Anyway. Okay. So Tessa runs off uh, and coincidentally runs into Harry because he's still around. Zane comes after her. Harry confronts Zane because turns out. Harry slept with a previous girlfriend of Zane's while he was dating her. And now he's going after Tessa to spite him. <laughs> we finally know why Zane has been so, like, aggressive this whole time. He does Wait. still, like, like her. Explain this again. So this coworker that Tessa has that Harry slept with. Yes. That she used to date Zane. All right. And while she was dating Zane, Harry was like, LOL, I bet I could pull her while you're dating her. And Rude. he slept with her. Rude. To, so that she would be cheating on Zane. Rude. And he really liked her. Rude. <laughs> I don't remember what her name is. It's like Stephanie or something. It's really not important. And so like half Zane has been like, I do like Tessa. And half Zane has been like, and I could get back for Stephanie or whatever her name was. Goddamn. <laughs> it's very dumb. So we know why that happened now. Also, oh yeah, also that girlfriend worked at Vance and has been like bitchy to Tessa in the past because I guess every person needs to be connected to every other person in the story for reasons. It's like love actually, but worse. But like in the reverse way where we like learn about it immediately and it's not a fun like surprise. We know everyone's connected, but we don't know how. We don't know why. All right, so Tessa overhears this. So she kind of now knows that he's not been truthful with her. Harry drives back to Karen and Ken's house. Karen sits... Tessa down to tell her that she is pregnant. 
Congratulations, Karen. I'm so happy for you. Who is Karen fucking? Ken? Ken. On purpose. They're married. This is Why does she want Harry's blood? She doesn't have Harry's blood. Why does she want it? What was the DNA test oh, thing? That never really fully explained. I think it was supposed to be like a pregnancy something, but no one knows why. Mm, <laughs> like it never, it's never really explained. Harry is not getting a biological brother, and that is brought up many times, but he's getting a literal brother. Or he was like, or even like they people. talked about how like Liam and Harry are stepbrothers, but he's like, well, Harry, Liam's not even my stepbrother really anymore because no. Ken is. Not my dad. I'm like, that is, what are no. you fucking talking about? If you're adopted <laughs> you're by someone. You're already not blood related. How does that add space to this equation? Uh, if you were adopted by someone, if you were adopted as a baby, that those are your parents. Yeah. And then if your parents divorce and then married other people. Right. Like. Well, and like, I can't remember what age Harry was when Ken left. So he also hasn't really been his dad for like. A lot. 10 years or something. Sure. He was pretty. So like, there's also, it's like just a, it's a lot. <laughs> It's just a lot. Uh, okay, day 35. Harry tells Liam that he's going to move to Seattle for Tessa. Tessa walks in midway to the conversation only to hear, she'll take me back. She always does. Day 37. So we've skipped like two days. Two days pass of Tessa avoiding Harry. She's seeing some positive changes in him. He's not like as reactive. He's like controlling his anger. He's communicating better. Like he's doing, he's giving her space. He's doing the things that we've been asking for 300 chapters. He asks her for advice about whether or not to tell Ken that he's not his biological dad because Ken still doesn't know for sure. Mm. Well, we don't we don't really know. We don't really know if Ken suspects it, if he knows, if he doesn't know. Tessa and Harry kind of like tease each other. It's cute. But then Harry leans into it and tells her her body needs him. Gross. You were doing so well. I'm literally going to throw my phone off my balcony right now. <laughs> they have makeup sex. No! That's Harry, the only kind of sex they have. Harry asks her to marry him in the middle of the makeup sex. No! Boy, you can't be serious! <laughs> was there or was there not a condom? If there was a con, Oh, she does. She also does have birth control now. Okay. okay. Yes, she did get the birth control put in at the appointment. Okay. okay. I think. Wait. I'm, I'm, I've lost the plot. <laughs> <laughs> that's assuming there's a thread that connects the whole that plot that connects anything because if I forgot that I forgot like a, a plot point that'll come up later we'll retcon it later it's fine okay so they have makeup sex afterward um, Tessa tells Harry that Karen like, is I can pregnant. feel the egg implanting in my uterus no, and we're Karen all like, is what? pregnant Karen is pregnant Tessa goes back to Seattle Harry and Ken talk it out uh, Harry asks why Ken stayed with his mom because it turns out he did know about the cheating. He's like, why would you stay with mom if you like knew she was regularly And he's going to say something stupid you. like you'd stay with Tessa if she cheated, right? Yeah. Uh, almost, like, no. almost, but like more convoluted. So Ken talks about how he loved Anne and he loved Harry, but he, he always felt like he had to compete with Vance, Correct. which drove him to drink, uh -oh. which eventually drove him to leave and, oh, and Harry. Oops. So it's oops. it's Vance's fault <laughs> that I Ken is an alcoholic. <laughs> <sighs> if only he had not cheated with my wife, I would have not I would have turned never to drink. Have been an alcoholic. I would have never let these compulsions overtake me. So it's pretty stupid. Okay. So yeah, and uh, I think yeah, and like I said before, Vance is supposed to be like the Harry. So like of of Anne's life, like oh she should have just stayed with him. 
Sure. If that was where her passion Which is weird because was. then Ken turned into the Harry by being the drunk guy. Right. So like it's everyone's not a, Harry. It's not a good metaphor. Every, <laughs> I would say it's like a well placed. Everyone is plot. the Harry. <laughs> everyone is Harry and everyone is Tessa. Okay, uh so Harry then confirms that Vance is his real father. They kind of tuck it out, and then Harry, quote unquote, feels his anger dissolve and comforts Ken, who is like in tears now. Tessa gives advice, gets what? advice. <laughs> what? We're, we're moving on. Harry has been cured now. <laughs> Harry doesn't have any anger anyway. Turns out I just needed to have a heart to heart with my real dad. With the dad that left me to make me feel better about the things that happened in my past. Tessa gets advice from Kimberly and they drink and share other terrible breakup stories so that Tessa feels better about her own life. They get drunk. So, God. beer shot. <laughs> it's still happening. Drink. Drink. This is dumb. Beer shots are dumb. Not saying they're not. <laughs> because Tessa's kind of like, it feels like they're actually broken up now because Harry has been so weird. She's like not into this like proposal thing he's doing. Like she's like, this is fucked. We're broken up, but we are having sex. We're broken up, but we are going to still keep having sex. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Healthiest way of breaking up. <laughs> the healthiest way of breaking up is just to basically not change anything. The best part of breaking <laughs> up is the sex doesn't stop. <laughs> not if you don't want it to. Okay, and so, and also to cheer her up, Kimberly tells Tessa the office gossip, which is that <laughs> was in his office having kinky sex with his new girlfriend. <laughs> what? What's kinky about it? There was something like tied to his desk that he was like untying after like they heard Turns sex out, out. Turns out Trevor is Christian Grey. <laughs> He's got a fat dick. He's got a fat dick. <laughs> That's a callback to the Patreon. Actually, no, there's a direct reference to Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, oh, I wouldn't have thought that about Trevor. He like wears like three piece suits all the time. And someone goes like, yeah, people who wear three piece suits are actually the kinkiest. (laughs) And it's like a direct, obvious, like Fifty Shades of Grey reference. Oh my God. It's so funny. Okay. uh, So we learned about that. That's the end of Trevor for this book, as far as I remember. Goodbye, Trevor. Harry goes to get Tessa's new number from Liam. And Liam fell asleep reading Harden Potter. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he still reading? Why is this a plot point? (laughs) Right, it's especially funny because I would not have. I mean, it still would have been weird to have like Harry Potter like be mentioned two or three times, but just like the fact that it like overlaid with this weird like no one's named Harry in this universe. Is extra noticeable. No. (laughs) All right, day 38. Harry runs into Niall on campus and tells him that he'll be graduating in May, but he's not going to walk. He's not going to walk across the stage. Oh my God, I forgot he's still not fucking graduated. No, it's been 38 days. It's like April. Oh my God. Niall tells him that Steph moved, which he's like, great. Good, she's a bitch. Here's Here's the screenshot. Steph has gone away, Niall says. Gone? Gone as in... Loganiana. <laughs> Good. I want her as far away from Tessa as possible. Oh, my God. I love Loganiana. It's such a beautiful place. <laughs> oh, fun. Louie and Molly are now a couple. <laughs> what a unknown plot point. Unnecessary. They We didn't really know. Molly is the, the person that was fucking Harry before he was with Tessa. Uh, yeah. But they weren't a couple. And she was like kind of a bitch to Tessa. Oh, Tessa like punched her one time. They were doing a thing. Oh, this is what I forgot to tell you. So she went to go get her birth control one of the weekends that Harry was there. At that appointment, the doctor was like, hmm, 
your cervix looks a little weird. And she's like, she got HPV. What does that mean? And he's like, uh, well, like worst case scenarios, it means you could have trouble having kids, but it could also mean nothing. And she's like, ah, so that's been like lately in the background for a long time. And it was really not useful to any of the like (laughs) plot. So we're back now. She's at her follow up appointment. Turns out she has a short and narrow cervix, so it will be nearly impossible for her to get pregnant. She is very upset about this. Did you fact check that? I did not. <laughs> I don't think that's real. Quick, but call your mom. <laughs> mom. What? What is it? Uh, a short and narrow cervix. Okay. What I have googled. It is just when the cervix is unusually short. It is prone to dilation, and it provides less protection for the fetus and pregnant. I think you just oh. get a stitch put in your cervix, though. That's it's not like they're like you're fucked. They're just like if you get pregnant, they're like. Well, we'll because it can just lead to early pregnancy loss. Actually, no. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll ask my so friend. So the do- the doctor basically says it's going to be impossible for her to get pregnant. She it, again, like this is not something that's ever come up. But she's like, man, I've always wanted to be a mom, and I've ever since I was little, and it's like a a big sad deal that this is a a thing that has come up and it's also noted that she's like man like i bet harry's gonna be like weird about this because he he didn't want to get married because he he didn't have kids kids. well she's afraid he's gonna be like happy and she's like i don't think i can deal with that so she she starts drinking and sulks so she has like a full ass bottle of wine no (laughs) so we gotta have another beer shot (laughs) okay harry can tell something is wrong over text like she's like already really drunk so he drives to seattle immediately which i think actually takes like yeah, like four hours. So it's a good chunk of time. The next chapter, Harry finds Tessa and like five empty bottles of wine. Holy buckets. And this is a comment and it's long. Is she dead? Okay, this is so impossible. Here's the math. <laughs> One glass of wine is a, about a shot of uh, alcohol content. One standard bottle of wine has about five glasses. Four bottles in the kitchen and one in her hand equals five bottles. Five glasses times five bottles is 25 glasses. 25 glasses is equal to 25 shots. Your blood alcohol content usually goes up by about 0.02 or 0.04 per drink. Since Tessa is relatively lightweight and a female, both that make your tolerance get lower, we'll calculate it as about 0.04 per drink. 25 times 0.04 is one. (laughs) Blood alcohol content is a percentage. So that would mean 100% of her blood is alcohol. (laughs) That's not quite how blood alcohol level works, but I see what they're doing. It's also been like four hours and she's like, even if, even if I take that down to like 0.02, that's 50. Yeah, Tessa but I don't remember what the blood al- Yeah, I don't remember what the blood alcohol level is where you die. Yeah. Let it's me like, Google that. It's like 0. 0.4. <laughs> oh, 0.3. So a blood alcohol level of 0. 0.3 or higher is complete loss of consciousness. 0.5% or higher is it's cause dead. for death. So like So she she's would, double dead. And I think she has she she is asleep and then so wakes up. So she's a vampire. She's probably blacked oh, out. Honestly, this whole time it's been way more sense. This is the sixth sense, and she's been a ghost the whole time. All right, so <laughs> this is my favorite comment, though. Right? I was like, the math, the math is mathin'. Good job. <laughs> the math um, is mathin'. And so he he finds her asleep slash blacked out. Wakes Maybe her she up. spilled a lot of those bottles of wine. She, possibly. She tries to tell him what's wrong, but she's like too drunk to make sense. So he's like, let's just go to bed. I'm baby, little little my cervix. It was even just like. Uh, I want it and I can't like it was like not legible oh. day 39 she wakes up a couple hours later and is somehow still not drunk she's not checking anyway day 69 <laughs> wait what? 
the next day in the morning. Are you serious? Sixty-nine. Can I, can I yeah. have a dick down her throat? After right. Five well, he like he like he like starts eating her out, and she's like, "Turn, turn. I want to like feel you, or I want to taste you, like some one of those things." And I'm like, "No, do you? I don't. I don't. It was truly the weirdest move. Girl, you are so sick right now. You're gonna vomit. You are so on that sick. Uh, they go get food. Okay. Harry confesses his love again. They're still not together. He realizes in his head, consequentially, he hasn't heard about the news yet. He realizes in his own head that he doesn't like babies, but he also doesn't like teenagers or kids or adults. He only likes Tessa. So maybe a small Tessa might actually be someone that he likes. No. Tessa then tells him that she can't have kids. There is some actual mature problem solving conversation. Later, the whole family has dinner and convinces Harry to walk during his graduation. And then this is another thing that I was like, I don't think this is going to be a real plot point. So we're going to rewind and come back. Back when Liam was like, me and Daniel broke up. I was going to move to New York for her. I'm still going to move to New York, even though we're broken up. Yeah. Tessa, you're having a hard time. Do you want to come to New York with me? And she was like, you know, maybe I should. She's literally just moved like two weeks ago. She just transferred. She'd have to transfer again. It's So I was like, there's no fucking way this, this pans out. This is an insane thing. Now, in real time, tells Harry that she's moving to New York in a week. And Harry knows that this is like Liam's fault somehow. So he confronts Liam. <sighs> oh my God. They fight, but Harry walks away from the violence. Wow. Oh my God. Harry didn't punch something. He's finally raising himself to be bare minimum. <laughs> Goddamn. Harry cools down. Tessa still thinks New York is the best option for her. I remain unconvinced. <laughs> Liam tells Tessa. <laughs> We're all unconvinced. I'm like, why would you all remain unconvinced? Why would you transfer twice in like two months? That's so insane. Yes. No. Just stop. I guess you didn't get a place in Seattle, but that's through happenstance. Like you you've moved your stuff a lot in the past six months. You gotta calm down. This is some chaotic. Absolutely chaotic behavior. Absolutely chaos. Okay, Tessa still thinks this. Ugh. Liam tells Tessa that their Tessa's and Harry's relationship is like bringing in too many other people <laughs> into its like vortex of chaos. Uh and it's like the first time he's ever been like kind of harsh on Tessa. <laughs> Tessa decides not to go to New York, but will still take time away from Harry. So she's like, okay, maybe I don't need to move to New York to have a break from this man, but I should still take a break from this man. Sometime later, maybe day 40, Tessa packs up and heads off somewhere. The rest of this is basically an epilogue. What? What day are we on? That was day 40. Now we're in day, it's June now. (laughs) It was like April. Wow. Tessa is getting ready to go to Harry's graduation to see him for the first time since she left. She has been rebuilding her relationship with her mom. So she's been like living with her mom, maybe? I don't really know. She just didn't finish school. I don't know. No one knows. It's her job. It's only no been... One, no one knows. She didn't finish the semester. <laughs> she may have finished the semester and then moved back in with her mom for the summer. It's really not said. That means it's not important. It's not important. She's rebuilding her relationship with her mom. They're getting along better. Both of them have been working on overcoming the issues that stem from like the men in their lives. <laughs> Which is honestly a lot more insightful than I thought this book would get. Ah, the growth. <laughs> Somebody gets, has gone to therapy. Harry gets ready for graduation. He has started going to therapy and is making different friends. <laughs> I know. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. What a Harry. left turn. Glad you were just told that at the end. Yeah. He's made a couple of friends. He's gone to therapy. He's, he like talks about his therapist and he'll be like, Dr. Tan would like tell me not to do this. Oh, I hate that guy, but like he's right. <laughs> like he's like still hairy but classic 
uh, oh, uh, he can feel that Tessa is there. And so he finds her and catches up with her. But Tessa like leaves without saying goodbye. It's September now. Tessa has been living in New York with Liam for a month. <laughs> she took the semester off because she missed NYU's deadline or something. Tessa is friends with and maybe dating Robert, the waiter from Chapter 20. <laughs> no! Because he was going to go to New York for med school and like happenstance, happenstance, like they caught up and are like friends now. Everyone like Robert the waiter. Robert the waiter. Is she fucking doing an Anna and going with a Ken? This is no. going to be like a whole. She she explicitly always says that they're not dating, but other people are like, oh, LOL, your boyfriend, Robert. So like it's clearly like a weird something. God damn. I she, they're not fucking, I will tell you that. That is explicit. So <laughs> Harry is in the city for a job interview, so he visits Liam and Tessa, and they reconnect. Things start to get sexy, but then here's an excerpt. If I wasn't a gentleman, I would fuck you right here on this counter. Um, that still feels ungentlemanly. Cut both of my breasts. His um, fingers... <laughs> I wouldn't say that was very gentlemanly behavior. I was waiting for Claire to finish her sentence. And my hands just did that. I'm sorry. It was, it was you doing the honka honka. You goose a butt, you honka breast. Honka Didn't man. we talk about this? We figured out the layout. His hands cut both of my breasts. His fingers hook under the straps, straps of my bra and tank top. I would lift you up here, slide these hideous pants down your legs, spread your thighs, and take you right here. Oh, she's wearing like, she's a waitress, so she's wearing like not a very flattering waitress outfit. You said if you weren't a gentleman, I breathlessly remind him. I changed my mind. I'm half a gentleman now, he teases. I'm so I'm only half chub. What is that? <laughs> I'm going to half be a gentleman and half honk your boobies. <laughs> I'm so wound up that I'm beginning to think I may combust and make a mess of the kitchen. I push my hand down his boxers. The middle point between being a gentleman and being <laughs> like a dude who will just like take you on a counter is like, well, my fingers are tangled into your bra strap. But... I will not make you fully combust right here, I guess. And I will spread your legs and touch you inappropriately, he but hasn't not yet. Let me no, okay. he spread her legs. He spread her legs, but I can't remember if he's in the. I don't think he's in the panties yet. Okay, so maybe not. Um, Tessa. So Tessa's point of view. I push my hand down his boxers, and my eyes roll back when he says, "Fuck, Tess." Half. What does that mean? I moan when his fingers slide easily past the loose waist of my pants. Wait, so they're both hand in each other's pants? He's, he's just kind of like, hand in he's, hand. he's teasing and she's like, yeah, I'm ready to go, baby. Let's go. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm being a gentleman. My hand's only sort of in your pants. So this, is, this is where it comes in. Oh, no. That means regardless of how badly I want you, how fucking badly I want to fuck you on this counter and make you scream my name so the entire block knows how who is making you come. He sucks at the skin down the column of my neck. I won't, be, I won't be doing any of that until the day you marry me. What? The comments go insane. What did oh. I just read? What, 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 what? Drop drops. Oh my God. <laughs> just kidding. They have sex the next day. What? 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 Where are your principles? It's so immediately I'm like. I'm half a gentleman, so I only half keep my word. 
<laughs> yes. Wow. I know. It's like immediate. Here's a plot line, and then just kidding. And it's like the same chapter, maybe the same paragraph. No, Anna. Okay. No. And then this is this is. Oh my god. Like this is like if this was a drinking game, this would be a finish your drink moment. The next day after uh, they have sex, Harry's like on the phone. He's uh chill. He's staying at their place. I want to say, but like not in her room because that would be ungentlemanly. He's on the couch. I want to say. <sighs> Harry's on the phone the next morning, and Tessa spots something. My eyes travel to the binder on the table. It's open, and the edges of the stacks of paper are sticking out from the sides. I recognize the binder as the one I bought for him, and a smile. And I smile at the fact that he still has it. Curiosity gets the best of me, and I find myself opening the binder and reaching for the first page. Oh. After by Harry Styles. No! <laughs> wow, fully peaked that mic. <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> no! So he, uh, so she doesn't read the whole thing. She like sees like bits and it's. And then she's reading it and is like, wow, this dude's an asshole. Well, no, it's like, uh, we learn later that the book is like a collection of like anytime he like had a lot of like dark thoughts and like needed to put them on paper because he didn't really have friends he could talk to. He couldn't talk to any of us. Like he didn't have a person to process with. So he like got the darkness out by like writing it that way. So it's not like a true account. It's like the demon dark side of Harry's perspective on how this all happened. So we're linking to dark, the Harry Styles fanfic on Tumblr. Yes. <laughs> so, anytime he was having trouble with Tessa, but it also goes way back. Like he started writing this like as soon as he met her, basically, and like made this bet. So it like no. really chronologizes all <sighs> the things. So Tessa only sees it in a bad light. And so she doesn't really get like what it is and she assumes that it's like she just like immediately assumes the worst and so she leaves she like runs out of the apartment also fun note the announcement that after it was being published happens at the end of this chapter <laughs> it's a real double tie-in no yes. no yes 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 no. same day zane's point of view why zane hey what <laughs> why we learned that zane had a one-night stand with Professor Soto's fiance. Same. And, and that's why he randomly was helpful in getting Harry not expelled. Because <laughs> he was like, fuck Zane. Oh my God. <laughs> Unnecessary. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, true, 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 true. <laughs> not plotline, from, plotline. Not from true, but absolutely like, why did we need that plotline in the first place? Why did we need to close it up this way? No one knows. <laughs> but just, she closed just, it. Here. <laughs> she closed it. You've opened it so you could close it again. Yeah, no, uh, Professor Soto had a fiance. Zane slept with her on her bachelorette night, <laughs> of all things. And so Soto, besides this, doesn't know Zane. I don't only think knows Harry from Tessa, was like, anything to fuck over that Zane kid. Harry, you're not getting expelled. <laughs> Inexplicable. Zane didn't even get expelled. Seems kind of not with your time. Anyway. Zane has a love child with Dr. Soto's wife. <laughs> this is Anatod's shining moment. We're in the, we're in the Hessa perspective. Anatod uses a conversation between Harry's about Harry's book to talk to the audience that hates on her book. What? Oh, no, gosh. wait. No. Because a lot of publishers want Harry's book. That's why he's in New York. It wasn't a job interview. He was getting like publishing interviews. Sure. Yeah, I, don't, sure. I, don't know, I don't know the words. Whatever. To publish this book. Meeting with agents. Who knows? This really dark book about this fucked up relationship. And Harry thinks that people can learn from his mistakes and that it's the type of the book that deals with real fucking problems. Harry like gets those other books. And <laughs> Harry says to Tessa, you can't judge a book without reading it cover to cover. 
you can't just take these excerpts. Wait, pause, pause, that pause, you've pause, pause. seen that are the dark parts and say that this is a fucked up book. Haters. Haters. <laughs> <laughs> Double birds. Double birds. Pause. Yes. Do you recall they hate contemporary literature, including contemporary literature like The Catcher in the Rye? And this asshole went and was like, you know what? But my today. book is real. But mine is not. Unlike, unlike other books that are 50 years old and somehow not classical literature. Right. Yeah. Mine is but also like i feel like the conversation around after was often like this is a toxic relationship how could you write about this thing this should not you should never write a book about a toxic relationship which is like not what people actually said but that's what like the author was clearly hearing that's what she heard yeah that's what she heard so this is her her kickback she's (laughs) like like, double birds bitch you can't just take the worst parts out of context without and harry gets her to read the book cover to cover and she does and then she's like, "Ah, all of these plot points it, are important." No, we let we let we see her we see her do it, and then we float off into a two year time jump. What? And it's Liam's wedding day to Danielle. We don't know. Oh my! For God. reasons the author doesn't say the name of the bride ever. Why? And it's, and it's because apparently Liam has like a side quest book series in which she will answer all the questions. So she didn't want to spoil that series by telling us who he marries. <laughs> Harry has had his book published. At the reception, Tessa and Harry fuck in the women's bathroom. Why? Why? Tessa asks if he still wants to marry her. Harry says no bitch and walks out. He's so excited that he asks her to take a 15-hour road trip to Vegas. This is the end of that chapter. The end of the entire book. No way. I'm not getting married in Vegas. You're crazy. We're both crazy. Who gives a shit? No way, Harry. Why not, I plead, taking her face between my palms. Vegas is a 15-hour drive, she says. Something closer then, so you don't change your mind, I try to wager. She glances at me, then at her own reflection in the mirror. I need to think about this. I can see the details rummaging through her mind. She's overthinking. Granted, this is a marriage, so it's understandable. Don't you think a 15-hour drive is long enough to think about it? I joke, pulling the chairs away from the door. It's a long time in a car. Yeah, I guess so. She shocks me by saying... The end. <laughs> what? Oh my god. Uh, all of that bullshit and they go to Vegas? But maybe don't get married. We don't actually know. Cause like it's not that it's not that we jump ahead and then the wedding happens. It's that we jump ahead to like they're gonna have this fifth I bet the fourth book is this fifteen hour car drive. <laughs> and I bet the fifth book is their ba- their miraculous baby. Is a two hour labor. <laughs> yes. It's just to the it's two just hours. Get shorter. <laughs> it's the two hours that she was in labor having their miracle child. Yep, that's it. Reliving all of the things all that led this. up to this point. No. So that's after three. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, they're still together. They're still fucking. They've both moved to New York. That's it. So as far as I, I will triple check, I am fairly certain that After Four is not a fan fiction. So I don't have to read it. Yay! <laughs> Yay. Oh and at the God. very least, the fourth book is shorter than the third book. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's something for me if that ends up happening in two years. What a ride. I know. Yep. How do you feel? I didn't enjoy reading it. (laughs) I didn't enjoy Claire not wanting to listen to it. So I've really (laughs) suffered for like a full 35 hours now. So 
I feel like everyone needs to give me some kind of retribution. Uh, I will take, uh, I don't know, Venmo, or you can buy me like a box of mac and cheese and send it to my P.O. box. Vegan mac and cheese? <laughs> yes. And P.O. box? No, I don't. That's the joke. <laughs> So at least we're finally clear. We can now be in the after of our own lives. Woo! We are the after now. Yeah, now that we, was the before. Now and now out. we never we need to do this again. AA, not Alcoholics Anonymous, after, after. After, after. <laughs> we are living in the best timeline, which I never have to read this again. So that feels good. I'm kind of sweaty and I want a coffee. I think that's how I feel. How do you, how do you feel? Claire? I need some coffee and I need to touch grass. <laughs> I maybe need to roll in some goddamn grass. That sounds great. I want to go roll in the grass. <laughs> end of our end of our own plotline of having the plot to do this. The plotlines have been wrapped up. All right. If you like to yell at me about anything at all, I'll probably listen to you if you email us at finepairingspodcast.gmail.com or get in touch with any of our social medias. We're Fine Pairings Pod on Twitter, which is Claire. That's me. And So don't yell at me there. Fine, I didn't do this. Fine Pairings Podcast also on Tumblr, which is also Claire. Yep. Don't Fine, yell at me there either. Fine Pairings I didn't Podcast do this. on Facebook or Instagram, which is a real, it's probably going to be me, but it might also be Josie or TikTok, which also would be maybe be your baby Josie. <laughs> so address us. Uh, officially <laughs> or if you would like more of this nonsense for five dollars a month you can find us on patreon.com where we put out two and i'm telling you two smutty not after episodes a month and the actual season will be coming up in soon soon i don't know when this drops it's probably like a month probably like a month from now we're actually gonna open season six so, so we're still not there but this is probably going to be a two-hour episode, so it will tide you over for, you got time. for a whole month. I had a terrible time. Goodbye. <laughs> mm-hmm.